What's up, guys? Welcome to Free For All Podcast, all things geek. Part two. Josh Barnett's here. I have a child. You don't, though. No. You don't. No. Jack McNally has children that he's trying to give to you. <laughs> Hello. Uh, you can't have mine. I'm care. paying him to take them, though. It <laughs> <laughs> <That> sounds horrible. <laughs> it's a dowry. <laughs> Uh, moving right along from that, we're into our top 20. Yeah, we are. Top 20 it. games of all times. We made it through 10 last time, so let's see how speedily this <laughs> Took us goes. an hour and a half. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, yeah, all right. For that reason, you're all right, boy. Uh, let's just jump right fucking into it. Josh, what is your number 20 God. favorite game of all time? I have so many this, games that we haven't talked about yet. This I counted. Be... I was like, we're going to overlap a lot. I was like, I have 14 that I don't think are on other people's. <laughs> this could be a sneaky in Evan's top 10. Uh oh, from the Nintendo sixty four. No, unlikely. Is it, is it close to your top ten? What? Uh, Just fucking say it. Yeah, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Yes, it is close to my top ten. If you, it's the game that I was speaking about when I said earlier, like I've said my whole life this is a top ten game for me. It is. I was like, oh, maybe it's not, but it's real fucking close. It is so good. It is the funniest parody game of all time. Probably the funniest game of all time. Um, the Great Mighty Pooh is the best boss that has ever existed in video games. The first boss in that game. Too, yes, he yep. is. He has corn for teeth. Yeah, of course. He sings a song. He's it going to throw in that game. shit at you. My mom game, bought me that game because I wanted it. She had no idea what it was. That Uh-oh. game had a Matrix level. It. it had an Alien level. The Matrix level was dope. It Save had a Prime. Saving Lion. Private Ryan Prime. level. So it good. had, in my opinion, and people are going to say this is blasphemy, as good multiplayer as GoldenEye. One of the best multiplayers of all time. It's so fucking good. Uh, that game started out as the most saccharine, sweet, like, cartoony, bullshit 3D platformer for... That we've seen a million times. Yes, for a Nintendo console made by Rare. The start. <laughs> like, what I'm saying, the game originally was developed yeah, to yeah. be that. And then Rare was like, we're going to pivot. And Nintendo was like, fuck it. I don't think anybody's going to notice this game exists. Go for it. And they just released the most foul-mouthed little red squirrel. The plot of that game is the Panther King wants to use Conquer as the fourth table that just broke, or the fourth leg, leg on, on his table. end table that just broke because he's the right color. It's yeah. nonsense in every way, and it's the best. I fucking love Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Uh, yeah, I was just looking up. I was like, I remember putting in codes to unlock like characters mm-hmm. and stuff, in and the, to go to the end place. game. And even it was funny. I mean, you could unlock, but if you typed in very easy, you got a very de- easy difficulty. <laughs> uh, Fifty lives provided for campaign mode when you want to go back and just have fun. Uh, Bob real bullet hole, all one word. So many Beelzebub's bum is a a code. Welder's Bench, that was unlock all levels. I knew Welder's Bench is the one I used a lot. Because I just wanted to go play the last level, really, the Matrix level. Matrix level was so good. It was. Just doing the the, the bullet time thing. You just do the big cartwheel and just shot him. Man, that game rules. But yeah, man, it was like uh, Gladiator, like American Gladiator's assault style uh, multiplayer. Yes. There's multiple modes, but the one where. You're like the teddies with the big gun firing, and you're... Uh, the teddies with the fucking giant samurai swords? And you're trying to get, like, towards them and behind them, and so you're just trying to 
And doing the little noise that li- like running. Live and Reloaded was good, and the fur oh tech boy, man, man it's still maybe the best looking fur in games in my opinion. Like <laughs> that game rules. It's it has great. such a special place. It's, in man, my heart. it's so great. I don't know if it would ever work. Either. Like people are like, bring it back, and I'm just like, you can't recapture what that game did, man. I want to see him give it a shot though. It's what else is Rare doing? Because Everwild's never coming out. Lots of Sea of Thieves. And yes, Everwild will come out. But eh. Sea of Thieves, lots of Sea of Thieves. We're going to see Everwild as a Sea of Thieves expansion before we see Everwild. <laughs> I mean, that might be a thing. Uh, they're also, uh, they're, 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 they got stuff cooking. They're, they're good. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Rare Replay was also dope. And mm-hmm. I went back and played a lot of Conquer in that. Solar Jetman. really hard to play the uh, the multiplayer nowadays. Oh, yeah, I know. I was like, how was I good at this? But I was. Yeah, it was so fun. Uh, all right, Chuck, you're number 20. My number 20, we've talked about ad nauseum already, Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah. I don't know what else we can say about it, but that game is fucking a master class in open world gaming. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, my number 20, we have not talked about. Uh, <coughs> my highest ranked Telltale game, Ooh. The Wolf Among Us. Uh, that makes sense. I love this game. Not coming out this year, unfortunately. No, it is not. But when it does, I will play the fuck out of it. Uh, one of my favorite stories ever, it caused me to buy a fuck ton of comic books and read them. Um, I read those too. There's, it's, I, will fin- I will finish out that collection and finish that story Big one B. day. Bigby Wolf, man. Bigby Wolf has had crossovers with Batman in the past couple that of years. That comic book was actually pretty good. <laughs> it was. I liked it a lot. I loved the character of Bigby, and it was also the first time I felt like the outcome was not predetermined. Like I did. And, I hear that. And the choices mattered in Walking Dead, but not like it was a. The, first off, the big twist at the end, but like. Your choice is, like, haunted. Like, you had to go through the, the big trial at the end, and, like, you had to remember what you did, and, like, people acted different depending on what you did, like, in a much different way. And, uh, God, I just... It was a murder mystery. Every part of that I just loved. And I had never experienced the world of fables before. And, like, this adult, dark fairy tale, like, appealed to me. So much more yeah. than I ever could see coming, and I love that world. I, I did forget. I'll be honest. I forgot it. about Wolf Among Us. I knew you did when we were talking about Telltale earlier, and I was Bloody Mary. I knew I was going to talk about it. Bloody Mary. God, everything. About, I love that. I love that game. Yeah, I want to read those comics, but I'll never read comics. What if I gave you physical editions? Yes, because I do have those. I've been trying to fucking borrow the one that you love so damn much uh, that Wise got the Man? shitty show. Yeah, it did have a shitty show. No, you, you, for some reason, the one comic I'm not allowed to borrow from anybody is Why the Last Man. I've no one wants to lend it to me. We do this all the time. I've literally never told you no. You always ask Chuck. Uh, you can't. Yeah. Can, I don't care. Chuck, can I they're borrow not, Evans' Why the Last Man? No. They're not mine. <laughs> the Christens? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, the, those, those comics are good. Yes, you can borrow mine. I would like to read it. You won't ever, because you just ask Chuck again. But yeah, you could borrow mine. <laughs> <laughs> Next podcast, bring it. Uh, all right. Number 19. SmackDown 2, just bring it. Not number 19. Just saying, bring it. Uh, I see those true colors shining through. Wow. This was in my top 100. It's so good. Life of Strange True Colors is one of the best, like, walking sim-type games. It's 
called an adventure game. It is among the most invested in a story I've ever been in video games. Um, there's just something about specifically the way the first chapter ends. When your brother dies, man, it. I like was I drowning in tears. I didn't go to chapter two for a while. It was, I, was very, like, I, I took a month off. I was like, I don't want to do this. I, I couldn't. Alex is such a great protagonist. She's like so likable, and the betrayal in that game mm. cut me so fucking deep because it just <laughs> follows the best chapter where it turns the whole game into a scavenger hunt slash Final Fantasy game, it's so um, and like. This guy who's been so supportive and helpful of you the entire time turns out to be the bad guy. Jeb? Yes. Yeah. Fuck Jeb. Correct. Hashtag fuck He shoots you and knocks you into a cave in the middle of the mountain that they're going to blow up with dynamite. Like, What a cunt. Man, he sucks. That game is wonderful. It's real good. I love that game. Steph, bruh. I love her. Uh, I still haven't played the DLC. I need to. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. God, man, because it's Steph's story. Yeah, it is. And that's my girl. It's really good. She She's way better than even Chloe. Shaka uh, bra. She was just my friend in mine, but I... I oh, no, she was, she, was, she was my gal pal. <laughs> we did things. Yikes. The epilogue and, like, the, like, going through the life and, like, seeing Alex being able to leave with Steph and, like, like have that happy moment. Her? Yeah, man, I had to. I was going with her no matter what. Yeah, I was my ride or die. With, my guy came with me. Oh, fuck that guy. Gay? God, it's so good. I uh, fucking I loved your colors. Uh, Chuck number nineteen. Sea of Thieves. Yeah, thieves. That, thieves. I had, I had that on your top ten on my list, so I was wrong on that one. I, yeah, I, I I thought it would be close to the top ten. Yeah, that game um is pretty much the first game where Freeman was playing with us, where he was useful competent and not like you know giving your brother the controller that's not plugged in yeah um and he's actually really good at repairing the ship now like yeah. that was his he job loves talking to about it. With, and that's what he does like he's really good at it um but yeah just playing with the boys there's a lot of memories there not to mention the fact that they have put so much into that game since launch. Like, and it's oh, it's, it's one of the best supported growing. games Pirates of the Caribbean ever. DLC is so good. I cannot wait for Monkey Island DLC. I cannot fucking wait Isn't for Monkey Island. Not yet. I, I don't think so. If it, it is, I'm missing out. So much sense. Right? Uh, just they like, do, they, they they do very like, smart partnerships. Of course. They do very smart partnerships and, and expansions to that game. So. I'll never like a good community. I'll never forget like playing with you guys, getting off one night, and I we had a galleon, and I was like trying to pilot myself, and I wasn't ready to get off, so I just literally. Oh, it is out! Fucking hell! I literally just slammed into a port, like this far away port, like at full speed. I gotta go! I gotta go! And like I hit proximity chat, and everybody's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and they were like, hey, "Hey, we're not gonna kill you. We're not assholes." They're like, "Do you need help?" And I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they, like, half their crew got on my ship to help out, and we just went out together. They had the megaphone rafters in, and they're just yelling out, and they're like, we're going to hunt. You want to join me past ships? And you just hear in the background someone all can chime in, fuck yeah. And, like, we just end up with all these people going up, and it was Armada. when I think the Megalodon was coming up, and you were fighting, like, the pirate, uh, the, um, 
the skull captains when they were first doing. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Man, it was so much like that. What a great multiplayer moment with like randos that was. That game rules, man. Yeah, there's it's, a lot of griefers on there. Unfortunately, it's the worst but. part about it. It's the part that makes me not want to get back into it, just because like. I just want to have my sails like sail the the high seas, you know. Like, I will say that it is kind of fun playing cat and mouse with those guys, especially if they're they've got a reaper flag uh, flying and you can see it on their map. You're like, oh shit, run! Because <laughs> you know that's the only reason that they're out there is to hunt ships. Yeah. But um, yeah, the megalodon, the kraken, the uh, the islands with the volcanoes and shit. Uh, the, God, the Pirates of the Caribbean, the very final thing of that where it's playing the theme song and you're fighting literally dozens of ghost ships and Davy Jones is there. Like, so cool, man. It's really, really awesome. What a great game. That game will not go away either. For I don't think so. It's, it's still it well for the concurrent players are still pretty high for a game that's been out for that long. Yeah. Uh, my number 19 is yes my highest ranked nes game it is rbi baseball Man. yeah rbi baseball what a good game there's no baseball stars was good i went through <laughs> two or maybe three no, mike piazza baseball on the nintendo 64. oh my god <laughs> tommy y'all, lasorda y'all baseball to named the second best game and that was little league baseball uh <laughs> little league baseball ruled uh even though it is that the one where you Ken like junior slugger baseball uh um, it was Super Slugger. But anyway, um, is that the one, the Little League, where you were, like, playing out in somebody's yard and there were, like, fences and dogs and shit? No, but that game ruled. <laughs> uh, I know exactly. Backyard know, baseball. That was backyard baseball. RBI baseball is at a time when I was, like, real big into baseball and the Braves were just starting to get good. But, like, when RBI baseball came out, they were terrible. They didn't even make the list of teams that they had because they didn't have – they were in the worst teams of the league. My team was Detroit, and, like, I remember the lineup. Like, Trammell was the leadoff. Alan Trammell, baby. Uh, Kurt Gibson was uh, first base, was second. Uh, third, I'd have to uh, – fourth was Noakes, the catcher. Fifth was <sighs> Hernandez. My pitcher was Jim Morris. Chet Lehman was on there. Lou Whitaker, Tom Brooken. <laughs> uh, I played that game so fucking much. There was a magical two-year period in my life where I gave a shit about baseball, and it was when Frank Thomas and Albert Bell joined the Orioles. Oh my god! <laughs> you hit that. You'd hit one, and you're the. Yes, I do remember that. Sound. <laughs> baseball games, like, get out, get out, fly. <laughs> baseball video games are so much more fun than baseball, in my opinion. Like I enjoy playing. Baseball games. I don't enjoy watching baseball. Live baseball is great. Live baseball is great. A hundred percent. There's no way to track hours, and RBI baseball is for sure a top ten most played game for me of all time. Like unreal amount. The first one. If you had a wish for NES, if you had three wishes, would you use one of them to just be able to know your play time? No, but that's, for your life, I would like to do that. <laughs> I think I would. At this point, what it. a stupid question that is. <laughs> no, nah, man, I would want to know. You're bad at wishes. <laughs> My second wish is for a genie that has no restrictions. Uh, That's always breaking the rules. Yeah. You can't wish for more wishes. Exactly. You so can't you, wish so to you, fall in love. Yeah, so you, and it's never, you can't wish for a different genie. So fuck them. My second, my second wish is I want genies a genie. genies don't know about loopholes? Apparently not. 
Because they list all the rules. They list all the rules. Give me a genie with no restrictions. They can't say Give no. Give me a genie that controls other genies and an army of genies. Yeah. They can't say anything. Judges <laughs> advocate for slavery. Genie slavery. <laughs> They're all slaves. In bed. Ooh. Like <laughs> Sonny? Yeah, hell yeah. Back. Uh, number 18, Josh. Uh, number 18, surprised it's this low. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Mm. Damn. Um, All right. All right, Gina. Should have been in my top 50. Those games are so good. They're just like <laughs> I wish I could play it. That the, combat, yo. The father-son relationship of, of the Atreus. Mm. Man, mm. it's... Also, playing as Atreus in that game is fun as hell. I like... I understand that it went a little long, but the Atreus segment in Jotunheim, I liked a lot. It did go way too long. Um, if, if there's a complaint about that game, it's that. It the only reason like I felt it went... minutes too long. The only reason I felt it went long was because it happened in a very dramatic story moment, which, to be fair, that game just kind of hits the ground running and never lets up on the, like, urgency, which Outside is what I that. love. Yeah. Um, like, the entire time that that was the happening, I was... that is dope. Yes. Uh, you mean creating the world serpent? Yes. Yes. Um... Mm. God, it's great. And like the everything leading up to the final battle and then the final battle when we talked about Ragnarok on our awards. Rules. Yes, the the attack on Ragnarok with fucking the world serpent being sent back in time with Thor. Thor smacks it and it's just background. Like you're not even supposed to be focused on it. I go, "Holy shit." <laughs> I was like, "Did anyone just see this?" Killing So good, man. Yes. I mean, like fucking it's 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 so good. Killing Odin Killing, yes, yes. Jewish ass Richard Schiff as Odin is perfect. Like he appears, I'm like, really? (laughs) I I didn't see it coming. I thought does it look like him too? Yes, yeah. (laughs) It's great. I thought it was gonna be this big, like monster of a person, just fast talking Odin and Fat Thor, and I love it. It's it's dope. It's so walk and talk. Let's go. Man, for real. He is Toby. You would like to know, I am on season three of West Wing. Hey! Hell yeah. You're about to be done with Aaron Sorkin ears. Good luck. It's, it's still no, good. It's, it's still good. It's still good. It's not It's not amazing, as good. It's, but it's still good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, you're, it you're, wouldn't be like a favorite show of mine of all time, but it's good. You're Top close to the Jimmy Smiths era. Top uh, five, yeah, I'm not baby. there yet. Top five of all time for this game. It's uh, Kristen's number one, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. God, yeah. Man. I I'm, I don't want to think about the top hundred or fifty TV shows. I just don't want to think about it's it. It's happening. It's coming. Uh, only thing I know is Magicians is number two. Oh, uh, we need to uh, we need to pick out food to eat at Del Taco. Okay. I thought that we just I'm I'm perfectly fine getting something new, but what's going on? We gotta do a food podcast soon. Oh, okay. It's been too long. Yeah, that's fair. Have, my, Our my bodies s- have started to heal. Yeah. <laughs> what was the last one we did? Donuts. I was donuts. Oh, Jesus I Christ. So 36 sick. donuts. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I felt Oof. so bad. All right, move on. All right, number 18, Chuck. I'm going to say, and you guys might say this is cheating, but it's the saga of Monkey Island. I'll allow it. And eh, why not? Sweet. So all the Monkey Islands put into one. Number 18. God damn it. I fucking love that game. It's so... Don't get mad at me when I do this with uh, James Bond on our movies list. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. 23 movies? They're all 24. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, the pirate LeChuck 
Guybrush, Threepwood, like all of them. They're all in there. They're all fantastic. All the games are hilarious. I've never played Monkey Island. I haven't either. The last one that they had on Xbox, um, I played for a little bit, and I was like, oh, this is all right. I don't know if it's my style of game or not. And then just out of the blue, I was like, I'm going to play it again. This is before the uh, you know expansion was announced for Sea of Thieves. And I played through that game, and it's fucking great. Like, everything about it is so good. The puzzles are challenging but fun. The Like, the secrets that you get are also just absolutely just bonkers. Like, the whole game is the writing and everything is so good. It's really, really, really great. All of it. And I remember playing those on, like, my very first computer ever, mm-hmm. like, back in the late 80s, early 90s. And, uh, you know, it's when the whole LucasArts, you know, thing was happening with just the the hunt and click kind of things. So that Indiana Jones uh, Atlantis game yeah. was part of that. But it's just, it just reminds me of just so much happiness in my childhood. Yeah. It's good. I'll tell you what brought me a lot of happiness. Go on. A lot mm. of happiness. Porn. Oh, yeah. That's number 18, porn. <laughs> I mean, it's interactive. Porn on games. You play it. Uh, you guys were wrong. It is uh, at number 18. It's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. That was the one I wasn't 100% on. Um, it's what started it for me. Uh, is it the highest Call of Duty on your list? It is. It okay. Is. Uh, I've had earlier, I uh, know I mentioned. Uh, A nuke goes off in that Black game. Black Ops uh, and yeah. Modern Warfare 3 was like a honorable mention game. But yeah. Um, the Gilly story, suits, baby. Gilly suits. That level's dope. It's one of the best video game levels ever. Ghost dying is you, you don't fucking see it coming. The betrayal. Um, I felt crushed. Yes. And I've never played like a Call of Duty game ever, but like just getting to that point and him just like turning, just the betrayal and just shooting him. I'm like, <gasps> I missed Modern Ghost Warfare. now. Like Call of Duty Four. I didn't play World at War. And like when they had started to make their turn, but this is what did it for them. This is when Call of Duty became Call of Duty. One of the most controversial levels of all time. Correct. The airport level at the beginning. Oh, yeah. But no I Russian. didn't. So I wasn't a Call of Duty guy at this time. And this is what got me. I walked into Kyle and Butler's apartment. Um, and Butler was sitting there playing Call of Duty online. And I was like, who are you playing with? And he's like, just against people online. And I was like, what? <laughs> and watch. Come him, again? And I was like, well. I got to go buy Call of Duty, and then it consumed my life until I got married. Because every year... For <laughs> you definitely played a lot of Call of Duty. For the first five to six months until everyone else would start falling off, five probably nights a week, like, I got home until, like, me and Jayla started dating. Like, I, it was, I got home, I ate dinner, and then we, I got online, and I played Call of Duty. And every now and then... That was, I that was me with Halo 2 and 3 for the longest... But, I played that. It like changed. Like, oh, there's a Halo in your top ten. Oh yeah, that was it. That's the one. It's Halo. It might be his number one. Uh, that uh, yeah, I had that on the list. Um, anyways, yes, this was like it's what started for me and my most fond like I Black Ops was the first time I got in like at the start, uh, and like started to get a group and then like I mentioned Modern Warfare three. That's when my full like. I met friends that I've never met in real life that I just played with daily. And, like, that's how much I was into it. And I was all right. Like, I, I was I could hold my own. Like, to you guys, I'd probably seem really good. But in the grand scheme, not great. Yeah. Uh, but I loved it. But two is what got me and got me into it. And, God 
dang, it's so good. And it's not just the multiplayer. It's that single player rules. The story is fantastic. Well, it's the same thing with Goldeneye. Like that story is is awesome. It's so fun to play. A good first-person shooter story will hook me. I don't love FPSs like a lot of people do, but a good story will definitely hook me. I always play the story campaign first on first uh, on first-person shooters, and then I go into the multiplayer. They've been, you know, they they're doing like the reimagining of of Modern Warfare at the moment. Two is disappointing last yeah. year, very. Uh, but the first one was dope. It uh, was like, great, uh, and they did confirm uh, this year uh, in November three is coming. Okay, that happened this week. Um, yeah, so I'm actually pretty excited for that. Uh, all right, Josh, you're number seventeen. Yeah, won't take up a whole yeah, lot of boy. time because we did basically talk about this game already. Um, but I put a whole lot of time in getting this platinum. It's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Plus Two HD specifically. Yeah, we talked the about the remake from 2021. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one and two for me, but it was yeah. on the original Xbox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fucking just—it's the most pure unadulterated fun you can have in a game as far as... Turn your brain off, man. It's just like... It's great. I'm going to kill two hours of just playing the Two hours. You liar. I mean, you're right. When I would play, it would be (laughs) like It might be bland as two hours. Um, It's just, man, it's so fun. It it was the perfect time to bring it back. I really want three and four HD. Microsoft, if you ever want points with me, please bring Vicarious Visions back to do that once you officially own Blizzard. That might happen. I'm um, sure it will. I hope it would. It would be the kind of move that I feel like Phil would be like, you know what, we could do that and gain some points for sure. Um, Put on Game Pass. Yeah, God, for sure, 100%. It would make me sad to not have it on PlayStation because I'd want to platinum it too, but I also wouldn't want to spend another 105 hours doing so. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's perfect. I fucking love that game. Best soundtrack, One of the best soundtracks in games ever. No arguments here. It, it's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, number 17? Yeah. I'm not sure we've talked about this game, but it's my favorite side-scroller, I think, that's on here. Uh, Mega Man 2. Yeah, Mega Man. 3 was in my just outside of the 50, and it bounced between 2 and 3 a lot. Man, I love 2. Just figuring out the, like... Who to ki- who to beat? Who you need to beat in order to beat somebody? Else. In order to beat the next guy and uh, the best chip tunes song ever. It's between that and the moon level. Okay, the, the opening song is so fucking good. Um, Doctor Wiley at the very end is challenging. You don't get you know save files or anything like that. You die. You go back to the beginning. Now they did have the uh, <clears throat> the, um, the grid codes. The grid codes, and then of course there was that cheat in the uh, the water level with the uh, like the the little buzz saw things that go up and down, and that thing. you can just sit there and wrap a rubber band around your the old school trick of wrapping rubber bands around your controller, and just sit there and shoot, and it would just give you a, a million. You come back two hours later, you have full ninety nine uh, lives like yeah, right there. I knew that. Yeah, I it's the easiest that. thing to do. Is that the one with, with um, uh-huh. Quick Man or whatever? The level that like had the like with lasers the going, yeah, side to side. Yeah, yeah the yeah, boomerangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Mega Man, Quick Man, the Wood original Man. Mega Man trilogy and the X series are fantastic. I never Four, did five, that. And X. Six are rough. They're okay. Um, X X one and X two, I think, or X X two and X three or whatever. Like those were yeah, great. X2. Um, <laughs> 
And then eight and nine when they brought them back were a lot of fun. Yeah. The like retro redo that they yeah. did. Um, but yeah, we we put so many hours into that. It was just super fun to just you want to go get something to eat? Sure. Rubber band. And then take off. I tried playing when they came back out on Xbox but like four or five years ago, something like that. I tried playing two again and doing the water level and just continually got beat by the big frogs that launched little frogs out. You're too old now. Those games are not easy. No. And I was like, I I could not get past that. I was like, how in the fuck did I do this when I was little? Because you had nothing but time. (laughs) Better reflexes. Yeah, I guess, man. It was hard. That game's hard. It is very hard. I've never beaten it. The disappearing blocks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Fucking sound. (laughs) That brought back memories. Uh, My number 17. I think we talked about it before for you. Uh, If not, again, thank you. Uh, My number 17 is Dishonored. Hell, yeah. I think we did talk about it. We did. uh, Yes, we did. It was on on my list earlier. That game rules. It's so fucking good. I love it. That was my first introduction. Story, first person stealth, all of it. Or first person murder fest. Either way. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's the best arcane game for me. I like. I had. I think Dishonored Two was in like my honorable mentions, and then Deathloop was a top fifty game for me too. But like this, this was the first one for me, and I was just like, "What am I playing?" Like this, the freedom and verticality in that game is just so good, man. God, I, and the story is dope. Love mm-hmm. the story, the world they create. Well, punk. Well, punk forever. Blubber. <laughs> 16, Josh. Yeah. Uh, the Sad Tale. What Remains of Edith Finch? Uh, wow. So good. I had that. that was the honorable mention for me. One of the coolest le- like level design games That bathtub, out there. man. Oof. What a, what a fucking rough scene. Mm. Isn't that the one where he kills himself? First person watching a baby drown. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Experiencing a baby drown. The cannery. Um, that, that's where he kills himself. The uh, the little subtle hints to the unfinished swamp, which probably now that I think about it, would have made my list. Um, I would, yeah, I wondered if unfinished, unfinished swamp is so good too. Um, that game's awesome. I miss bring back the, walking sims. I, I miss that good studio specifically, Giant Sparrow. Yeah, fuck you, Fulbright. Um, Tacoma sucks. <laughs> what remains <laughs> to be the finch is just so cool. It's just like nine, I think, stories of like tragic. Family, like this one family dying. Crazy ass house. The little girl who turns so into good. a cat. Yes. Goes um, into the tree. I was like, what, what's happening? The, the swing set where you like eventually you try and try and eventually swing all the way around. And like, it's just metaphor on top of metaphor on top of metaphor with unique gameplay so for everyone. Whimsy and sadness at the same time. Yes. Like the full gambit of emotion. Yes. It's, it's, Maybe the best walking sim I've ever played. I think it is. It's definitely my favorite looking at the rest of my list. Um, I really loved Ethan Carter. That's high. They were like side by side on my list. Um, but like it, this is a Josh ass Josh game. This is just like the kind of game that makes me still appreciate indie titles as much as they do as I do. Like I, yeah, I 64 and 65 are Ethan Carter and Ethan Finch. Yeah. God, they're so good. It's so good. Uh, yeah. Those two and uh, everybody's gone to the Rapture, which I know you don't love. Uh, I'm really excited for the next one from them, though, the Chinese Room. What is it's like that weird ass name? Yeah, I know the Deep know. Below or something yeah, like that, or something like that. Those, those three. Pl- 
plus Firewatch are like the three that all, will always stand out for me. Um, Charles, number 16? Yeah. Um, I don't think we talked about this one specifically. It's adjacent to one we've talked about, but Red Dead Redemption 1. Yeah. Uh, man, what a great game. The openness of the world, the side missions, Mexico. Going into Mexico is still one of my all-time favorite game moments. It's one of the best moments in games. Like it just, it just is. That gameplay is so much fun. Undead Nightmare, one of one the of best, best DLCs, DLCs of all time. Of all time. Uh, I adore that game. Yeah. Um, again, I mean, I when I bought 360, I bought that and I bought Arkham City, and yeah, like gaming was just different for me after that point. Um, I still have an Undead Nightmare that's unopened. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. I. I'm one of the few people that uh, loves that that actually played Red Dead Revolver on PS2 uh, and loved it. And when I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, this is very different from what that was. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Um, And it rules. Uh, It's also on my list. Um, Awesome. uh, What a special game, man. Mm -hmm. It's just a special, special game. Uh, my number 16, uh, we don't need to talk about it anymore. It's GoldenEye. Yeah. That, that game's awesome. On all three lists. Yeah. Yep. For a reason. Top 15 time. Yeah. Josh? Um, from last year, Elden Ring. I knew that was going to be up there for you. I didn't think it'd make top 10. Oof. It, yeah, I thought about it for a minute, but boy, um, what a fucking video game. What a world. What a... Just a master class in Fucking good God, man. Like, I... I also that music. Was the poster it's child? The best. It might be the one. It's a top five sound like score yes. of all time for sure. Um, I was the poster child for making fun of Soulsborne p- players and games. So I, I talked shit it, about it awesome. forever. Um, but man, I just I heard so much about this world in Elden Ring and the level design and it being the most accessible of all of the Soulsborne games. And I don't know that I'll continue to play them. Uh, that Liza P demo kicked my fucking ass. Um, but, God, this game was just... I went gold today, by the way. It's just so fun. I can't wait for that game. Um, I'm going to give it a shot. But it's just... It's the right level of challenging, the right level of, like, man, I feel like I just did that shit. When you beat it, when you beat any of those bosses... You beat anything in that game. <laughs> like, it's the, it shows that George R.R. R. Martin can still craft a great world. Um... I don't know shit about the story in that game, but I know that the characters and their interactions and there's the a way- huge lore and Reddit thread yeah. that you can go through. And I've watched a lot of videos all of and all that. Like, man, it's just what a, it's just like when I think about what a fucking game that what a fucking game this is. And like, that's fair. Whew. Yeah. Fifteen. Speaking of what a fucking game that is, King's Bounty. <laughs> what fucking game is that? Fuck, what is King's Bounty? <laughs> well, well it's not like King's Quest, that's for sure. Um, what about Broken Age? Nope, not like that either. Um, it is no a... massive chalice. Nope. It is, no Double Fine game. Uh, it is another grid-based uh, strategy game where uh, you actually recruit like monsters and stuff onto your uh, team. And uh, you go into like missions and then you you know fight those things. There's distance attacks, and then you can have like several like people. Like there would be one unit, but there might be like sixteen 
number 16 in that unit. And then you would fight other people, and depending on your strength, that number would go down or their number would go down to, you know, whatever. And then when they get to zero, they're dead. But whenever you're, like, walking around and stuff, they can, like, revolt. So, like, certain units, like giants, they throw boulders. They can do a lot of close-up damage, but they can also do range damage. If you get too many of those, they'll revolt and they'll just fucking take off. So you can work for hours to get, like, a big number of giants on your team, and then they'll just leave, and you won't have them anymore. Dragons do the same thing. It's fucking things. But they're so powerful. Anyway, uh, and then you have to have, like, siege weapons to lay siege to castles and stuff like that. It's really cool. It was on the Sega Genesis. I love that game, and I actually still have an emulator that I play every now and again on my computer. That's awesome. So. Dope. My number 15, also, what a fucking game. Uh, uh, I know this is only on my list, but hot damn. It's probably the best I've ever been at any video game, and it is the highest-ranked sports game on my list. It is Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2004. Ah, classic Tiger Woods games. My Is that the first time they did the stick? No. Okay. Uh, 2003. With Do you remember when they tried to bring back PGA and we played that and you were like hitting balls on battleships oh, battle, and battle shit? Carriers. That game fucking sucked. Yeah. This one did not. <laughs> it ruled. Um, my God. So this game is my sophomore year of college. Like, it's just what I did. Some people went out and got laid. I played Tiger Woods 2004. <laughs> I would have been right there with you. Uh, it's when I started dipping. Gross. Uh, because Shut me up. and Kyle sat in the room, we put a dip in, and we played golf, motherfucker. And I adored it. I It's the most you know, I ever got into character creation. My guy kind of looked like a really douchey version of me. He had MTSU gear on that I custom made, like, pixel by pixel, made the logos for. I miss that kind of shit, man. It was mm-hmm. so dope. And I had, because there was no transmog, I had to have... I had to get the diamond earrings, a grill, because it was 2004. And, but you had to get that because it leveled up your character. Like, you could get Sunday Tiger and unlock him, and he was badass in that game. I shit on him. <laughs> I was <laughs> level 100. And I, that's, I had my online adapter for PS2, and I know there wasn't, like, millions of players playing back then, but there was still, I never had trouble finding a match, and I was ranked in the top 100 in the world in that game. I, was get, I got to do invite-only uh, tournaments, and that's the only time I've ever gotten to do that in video games, and I lost. Uh, I shot a 47 <laughs> on St. Andrews and finished outside the top 10. Uh, it's just unreal how people were at the game. The licensed soundtrack in that game ruled as one of my favorite songs that I never heard outside of that game. It's from a band called Dexter Freebish. The song's called Ghosts. Sure. It ruled. I remember it, Dexter Freebish. Do you? Yeah. No Sounds one like does. slightly familiar. Uh... Uh, it was that uh, DMX Party Up was the opening song that of played. It was awesome. Because 2003 is when they started the stick. Um, and that had Nelly number one playing on it. Ah, and I played a little bit of that. I was one. like, this is awesome. So I was like, I'm going to buy golf remember say, yeah. I am number one. I, the way they did put it at the time, we, we it was it. like, it'd read the green. <laughs> it'd say like uh, 13 inches to the right five inches up and like you had to figure out like what they what that looked like on the screen and that's so power you, stars golf it in your top 10 uh it is not uh love Damn. that game 
Uh, but if man, only, you know. Yeah. But getting the heartbeat when you hit a shot that was going to be close <laughs> was just like that. Was like you know you see the meme of like sit back playing games and then it's just the, the sit forward moment. Yeah. That's like the original sit forward moment for me. I'm like it's happening. That game is awesome. Anyways, that's my number fifteen. All right, fourteen for you, Josh. Uncharted two. Um, so I've talked about it a little bit before, but I was a notorious Sony hater mm-hmm. for the longest time. I was the blind Nintendo fanboy who was pissed that Final Fantasy was taken away because on the N sixty four generation. So Rob, uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, I refused to acknowledge or play it. I talked shit on Grand Theft Auto 3 because it was, you know, immoral and gross that you could sleep with process. I was like, I bought into all of it. <laughs> Literally all of it, man. Like, I, so much so that, like, I quoted zero punctuation on their review of Uncharted 1, talking about how it was a game about killing minorities. Like, I was so blindly bought in. like pre, like, early Josh. Uh, to all of it that I was like, fuck Sony, fuck everything about Sony. And then, and this is the most ridiculous thing I could possibly say, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen came out on Blu-ray, and I wanted a Blu-ray player. So I, on a whim, bought <laughs> a PlayStation 3. <laughs> You're right. That was the most ridiculous thing you could <laughs> um, And it happened to be the week that Uncharted 2 came out, and I was like, I need a game for this go- like console I just bought. This piece of shit. Uh, and I put in Uncharted 2, didn't even play one yet, and I off. was fucking floored. This game... Like, is the reason I'm a Sony pony to this day. Like, it's incredible. <laughs> That's what they're called. Oh, it is Jesus incredible Christ. incredible how good this game is. Xbox like, fans are called Xbots. Yes. It's like... Oh, my God. It yeah. opens with this character that I had never met before. Um, like, hanging in a fucking train that off train the scene. edge of a mountain it's in awesome. snow. And it's just like, games can look this good. And I can do this crazy shit. And, like... You start climbing up these yellow pipes, and they fall off, and you're swinging around on the side, and you got to find this alternate way to go. And like, sure, it's all on rails, absolutely. Like, there's only one I'd way to go. But man, I was fucking floored. And then you get back to like playing through that moment in real time, and like I've seen studies talked about how great the game design is surrounding the actual train level, and like the fact that. The background is looping, but in such a way that, like, you can't really notice it, Man, and it triggers Naughty a specific Dog. timing moment when you get to a certain point in the map to, like, then transition with enough time for you to not feel like it's a herky-jerk way to, like, transition to the new area on the map. Like, it's incredible game design and a great story with lovable characters that just immediately sucks you into that whole world. And I then, awesome dialogue. Yes. My dog just has the sauce. They really do, game. man. They're not, we're not going to be done talking about them. I promise. I know. Um, holy shit. This game is fucking great. And then it made me immediately want to go back and play one, which I did still love it. It's yeah. not great, but I love it. And it was like, it was very dated. It's by the time it, I like it. going up the river on those fucking God. jet skis. Well, People it's because talk it's about because the fucking thing you drive in Mass Effect One, the Mako. Yeah, and it sucks. Those are worse. They are. It worse. was rough. The Uncharted One, Two, and Three were all Naughty Dog saying this is the new thing that we can do. One Uncharted was, One is also a climbing sim. It is, but one was water, two was snow, and then three was was sand. And like they, they really nailed the way that shit looks. On all three of those games. Whether you liked being in the jet skis or not, which I didn't either. I like... Um, nobody does water better than Sea of Thieves. 
now, no. Still. It's incredible. <laughs> uh, Uncharted 2 is fucking awesome. It is. We'll talk about it some more later. There we go. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, I, uh, I don't... I never loved the uh, fighting, like the supernatural beings, and that's why I'll always like Three, three more, four better. Yeah. Um, well, even that, even two wasn't. They were dressed up like supernatural beings. They weren't supernatural. They oh. were they weren't yetis. They were dressed up like yetis. They just treated it like like they were like bullet sponges more in a way that the, they were. I mean, there was the tree sap. Yeah, kind of made them super powered in a way. They weren't immortal, and they weren't. Yeah, they weren't yetis. fucking yetis. Yeah, they were. They were dressed up. And then you fought that guy with the Z name, whose name I can't remember. All of a sudden, the final boss with the grenade launcher. Oh yeah. Number 14. Uh, my number 14 is Civ 6. There it is. Outside of the top 10. I don't know what his Outside of the top 10. Um, I mean, you guys have like guessed. Bubble Bobble. So bubble Bobble. Bobble. <laughs> yeah, Bubble Bobble. <laughs> Dig Dug. Oh, man. Bubble Bobble. The original Oregon Trail. Oh, man, yeah, listen. Dope. Listen. <laughs> your when you wife, got to get on your that wife com- has dysentery. When you got, when you got to get on that computer and fucking elementary school and play a couple hours of Oregon Trail. It doesn't matter how many times you died of dysentery and killed all the buffalo. Or your child gets taken by an uh, eagle. One of the that ever happened. Of the, it out happens. Of, out of nowhere, number one's for you of all time. It's, oh, between, yeah. it's between that and the hitman's bodyguard. Nothing will ever top that. Uh, in fact, what a great movie. was Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah. Yeah. I was like... Didn't make my list, unfortunately. Civ 6, though, um, I mean, God, I have so many fucking strategy games on here. Also, why is Gandhi so goddamn aggressive? I it's, was actually, what's this weird? I was reading about this the other day about how he's the biggest asshole in he video is. games. You turn, he is. You, eventually, if you go full piece, the game, I guess, for some reason, loops it no. around to max aggression. Uh, and he's just like, you know what? Peace is achieved through nuclear war. Yeah. Bomb everyone. <laughs> it's so, like, I'm just treasuring the law with my centurions, and all of a sudden, like, Gandhi comes at me with fucking tanks and shit, and I'm like, God damn it. Chuck, there's no need to go on a hunger strike if you eliminate half the world's population. The that's, food is there for everyone. plentiful. I don't mind stealing bread yeah. from the mouths of decadence. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, what more can you say about six? six God, I love Temple of the I Dog. Don't I don't know what you can't say. Uh, what are we at, 14? You're on 14. Okay. Uh, God of War 2018. Man, it's a great video game. So, yeah. Boy. They did expand upon it and probably make a better game in Ragnarok, but it didn't have the impact that 18 had on me. I was a skeptic going in, man. I didn't love the new look, like the way that, like, I, I had soured. I know God of War one was on was number twenty five on my list, but like, I didn't like like the four, or whatever it was. Judgment, terrible. Oh, it's not terrible. judgment. Something. It's something. It like was that. the same year that it, it, there was two G O W J games. It what was the God, What was the Gears of War one? Judgment. So then this was. Uh, I don't. It, 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 you no, know, it was Ascension. God of War Ascension. Ascension. That's it. Ugh. That game sucks. 
three. There was a Vita game too that was also terrible. Two Chains of Olympus. Just, people like that game. Two oh, and three terrible. never hit with me the way it did with everybody else. And I was just like, I all right. So God Zeus, wonder for me. Zeus. And I didn't like the new look. I was like, this is beautiful, but it's over the shoulder. This isn't going to be that awesome. He has an axe now. What the fuck's happening? That axe is so fucking good. Then it was one of the greatest game mechanics of all time. Is that fucking axe? Right. It's just something that to that field hitting that button and just you open that game. It's all one cut that you know quote unquote and then you open up with one of the best boss fights ever to teach you how to play the game and playing the stranger which is fucking destroy balder but also not i was like this is like superheroes fighting what is happening and when you get to the lake of the nine like one of my favorite like open worlds but not really um the first time i I was like, oh, I've opened up this gate. I can get in decently early. I'm going to go. Oh, I've got around this. Oh, my God. There's a huge dragon. Yes. I was like, what is like, oh, God, that game is so good. The story is so epic. It's just perfect gameplay. Atreus being a little bitch halfway through. He is a little bitch. Uh, uh, Who blew the horn? Uh, Man. Yeah, we will never know. Uh, (laughs) He knows. The moment. Of going back and getting the the Blades of Chaos. Mm. Like, so oh, that was fucking oof. awesome. Oof. So I love this game, too. It's so good. Like, it's so much better than I expected it to be. Like, where it ended up versus, like, what I thought going in, it's probably the biggest, like, jump of any game for me. Yeah. And it probably bumps it up a little bit, in my opinion. But I, I love that game. It's great. It's really Clearly, awesome. It's my number 14 of all time. Uh, number 13 for you. Fuck them Nazis. Topless pregnancy is. grenades. There it is. Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Again, rules, man. It's so fucking good. I don't even want to talk about it anymore because I just want to play it. It's so fucking good. Give us three, please. God, for real. Not the twin bloods or whatever the fuck it was called. I can't remember. Young bloods was Young not ugh, Gross. It was not great. Uh, Color-coded ammo. Chuck, you're number 13. Shining Force 2. Yeah, Shining Force. <laughs> Fucking love this. I knew this would, I thought this would show up. I had I'd forgotten it about I was it. Like, yeah, that makes sense. But. Another grid based strategy game. God, this I one. Do, do you play Fire Emblem is like number one. <laughs> no. I wish. They really don't make them that much anymore. Fire Emblem. <laughs> well, I'm not going to play it on fucking Switch. Get out of here. <laughs> Get those Fuck you. controllers, man. It changes the game for you, I'm telling you. They um, have them at Best Buy now. I thought about getting them the other day. Amazon has them. I mean, at this point, I'm just waiting for Switch. This one was really cool because whenever you, like, fought against each other, it was kind of an over-the-shoulder. The villains was back here, and you got to see your guy. And then, like, they would do something, like throw a spear, or there was this one uh, ninja that you can actually find who's a secret character. Like, I went into this one town, and... You know, it's all the same. The bushes are all the same. You know, the houses pretty much look the same. And there's this one bush with this little flower on it. And I clicked on the flower. I was just like, what is this? I clicked on it. And he's like, I will find you back at your headquarters or whatever. And I went there. And it was like a fucking ninja, just a ninja. And he would jump out of the screen and then land in the background with like a like a swipe or whatever. And then he would jump back. 
and he was badass. And you can you could only use like ten guys, but you would wind up at the end of the game with like thirty or forty different people. And a lot like Fire Emblem, when they died, you couldn't use them anymore. So that was you had to be very strategic. It almost sounds like you would enjoy playing Fire Emblem. It does. <laughs> um, but yeah, that game was fucking awesome, man. I still, I that's also an emulator I still have. That a boy. That a boy. There's one more emulator game that's on my list. Fire Emblem? <laughs> no. I did play a lot of Fire Emblem though. What what was that on? Was it GameCube? Was it an emulator? No. Illumin Room. Uh, yeah, Illumin Room. <laughs> uh, my number thirteen. We've already spoke about. Uh, it's Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Yeah. Man. What a game. Close to the 10. I it am was. the great Mighty Pooh. Uh, number 12, Josh. Number 12. Uh, the second time this series finally appears on my list. The Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess. Man. I think it has the best dungeon design in any Zelda game. That's what I hear. It I is. missed out on it, unfortunately. I didn't have the system at the time, and then they released HD, me, but they didn't change the controls, and they are bad. Give me the Switch version. Give me a controller-based Switch version. Pretty fucking please. It's yeah. so good. Um, it makes no sense not to, because it came out on the GameCube, so it can have a controller. I, it's, I understand some people think the Midna stuff is like not necessary. The, the, the Wolf Link stuff that. is not necessary. Midna's great. Um is that the one with the big headpiece? Yes. Mm-hmm. Looks like Hella. Yeah. Midna is like, so the, I saw a breakdown of like the Zelda and Link relationship throughout the games. And like there are very clearly ones where there is some sort of like romantic involvement and tension between them. And then there are ones there are not. Um, they're just friends in this game. And I fucking love it because really Midna is his girl in this game. Um, and she's awesome. And I fucking love her. It has, like I said, the best dungeon design when you finally get to the reveal, I'm sorry, um, that Ganondorf is in the game and that I think Zant is either is Ganondorf or, like, imprisoned Ganondorf. Like, because I thought this was, like, the first time in a long time we weren't getting a Ganon in a Zelda game. Yeah. Um, holy shit. What a f- I like, my jaw dropped. I was so fucking happy. Um, it is responsible for the single most hyped I've ever been for video games when that trailer, oh my God. Um, Because this was like before like crazy leaks and there was leaks of Lizalfos being fought by Link earlier in the day before that, but like not everybody saw them and nobody necessarily knew they were real. Um, And it was, man, it's, that game holds a special place in my heart. Like I fucking love it. There's a clockwork type level where you can like, get a gear that you surf on through the sand and you like, yes, hand surfing. Oh God. It's, I love Zelda. I fucking love Zelda. It's real good. I it's, wish I could play like a modern version of that game. I just, I, I want the next Zelda right now. Yeah. I'm still playing it. I want the next one right now. Uh, you can just keep playing it. I guarantee there's stuff. Oh, I've, I've gone back to it a couple of times since I've beaten it. Uh, I had to get all of the, the, uh, light roots. I've explored the depths to its fullest. Number 12, Chuck. Uh, we've already talked about this uh, once before. Mm-hmm. Uncharted 2, Among Thieves. Ooh, yeah. I, was wrong. I thought that was the top 10 for you. No, get yeah. close. Um, yeah, the uh, the train level was just mind-boggling at the time, and it was awesome. Bioshock was, 1. Yeah. yeah. What? Definitely. I'm thinking of your top He's 10. <laughs> yeah, Uncharted. We talked about it. It was great. It was great. 
Uh, my number 12, we have also talked about. And basically from Now we're here, getting into it. Basically from here up, like, you ask me on a different day, and, like, this, it, the order is going to be different. Outside of my number one, like, it's just going to be different. My number 11, I would have paid you money. Guaranteed would have been in my top 10. Um, and it's going to keep changing. And, like, mm. games also with time kind of grow in fondness. Um, but we talked about it's one of the best games ever made. It, it's Red Dead Redemption. Wow. Two. Uh, Ooh. Uh, right outside. Out of the top ten, eh? It is. Right. In, uh, when I made this list, it was. Um, if you told me to redo it right now, maybe it would be. I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's I, a few things I almost feel like would change in my list already. Oh, I've changed. Get, while we've been talking, I've been when changing. When you come down with tuberculosis, like... I, I really am upset I knew about that in advance. I didn't, and I and like... I There's no way like I couldn't have known. Weird sadness come over me, and I was like, what? Like, it had the most, like, what they intended me to feel, I felt hard. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, they won. They, they did it. Good job. <laughs> Fuck yep. you, Rockstar. And we talked about the rest of it. The only disappointment with that game is that Red Dead Online never became what GTA Online was. No. Like, just, they had such an uphill battle. They did. Because they would not let go of GTA, so yeah. they couldn't fully support it in the same way. Yeah. I will say that I did love the epilogue with John where... It was uh, great. You just go and play the prequel to... Yeah, Red little Redemption. living life on the prairie. And yep. it was... I mean, and by... So cool. By epilogue, you mean like... 20 hours? 12 to 20 <laughs> yeah. hours, yeah. And it I was put a dope. lot of time into that shit. Yeah. Oh, God, I love it. All right, uh, number 11. Yeah. Well, last one before top 10. So. I, I would have sworn this would be in... Uh, the oldest... Game on my top 15, uh, WWF No Mercy. I, I actually didn't put it in your top 10, but I was like, I may miss with this one. I'm, I can't believe it. I cannot tell you the amount of hours I put into this game. game just creating wrestlers. Just <laughs> creating wrestlers because it took forever to put their moveset in. Mm-hmm. But I had... Who was your go-to? Perfect screen accurate RVD was in my game. Uh, who was your go-to creator? <laughs> what, was, um, what was his name? Mine was Nightmare. Uh, David Draymond. Uh, I was very heavily influenced by music back in the day, as I am now. Uh, most of my like created wrestlers were combinations of musicians that I liked. Um, and so I think David Draymond was... Draymond, I feel, was the last name of at Disturbed's lead singer, who I fucking hate Disturbed now, but back in the day I really liked. You're not down with the sickness? I'm not. Okay. Um, I had a whole fucking Slipknot crew, basically. <laughs> Thank you. Keep going. I'm out. <laughs> the, no, there's no more. Um, they only did two songs. I had a whole crew of people who were dressed up like Slipknot fucking people, and David Draymond was one of them, and he did the um, Cradle DDT as his finisher. Nice. Which... That move looks like it murders people. Yeah. Especially in that game. Because it was hand animated, they made the moves look so fucking good in that game. And, like, there's... I'm so sad. I I, I appreciate they're talking up updates a lot in this game because I wanted Fight for Forever to be that renaissance. Like, it's using that engine. What I understand, it doesn't do it, but they tried. I've seen some gameplay stuff, and I'm like, man, it's just like, I know I would hate playing this. But they keep talking about updating it a lot. Yeah. Um, you can't recapture that, though. You just can't. They had four consecutive amazing games. Yeah. Uh, World Tour, Revenge, WrestleMania 2000, and then the perfect... was my game that I played more. No Mercy was perfect. The ladder match but, inclusion yeah, and no the, the cage it. match. Like, man. That game was awesome. <laughs> uh, Chuck, you're number 11. 
Last one for top ten. Um, when we started this list, I would have told you that this would have been in my top ten because it's old school. I'm old school. I'm just old. Uh, and Pong. it's my favorite Sega Genesis game. Well, my second favorite because there's one that's above it on my list. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, Toe Jam and Earl. Planet uh, Funkatron. Planet Funkatron, yep. You crash land onto Earth. You got to put your ship pieces back together. It's randomly generated levels. It's the first ever split-screen co-op, couch co-op game. Uh, Fall off the map in World 1 and go hang in the jacuzzi for a little bit. Well, you got to get something to take you over there. You can get the rocket shoes. You can get the uh, uh, the inflatable... But you pick up gifts. They what might a, be good. They might be bad. What a weird time in gaming, man. God, so fucking great. There's just 20 levels cool. of like this weird flat plane with like crazy people pushing shopping carts. Yeah, and man. Boom boxes and like a lot of that game bright pattern shorts. That's the. I mean, that's where the nerd herd originally came from. It was a literal herd of nerds. It's great. Uh, yeah, the shopping carts. The oh, the boogeyman, boogie, Sound boogie, boogie. Liberty. Boogie, yeah. boogie, 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 boogie. <laughs> That's the sound of liberty. <laughs> Diedrich Bader's best role. <laughs> God, that game is so good, though. Toe Jam and Earl. I'll never forget it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I miss the 11, Genesis. The Elusive 11. And again, this ask me on a different day. This might be top 10. Uh, but my friend, Cuphead and his pal Mugman. Oh, my God. They like to roll I can't dice. believe it's not on my list. It's so good. Um, if Ninja Gaiden is not the hardest game I've ever beaten, this is. Uh, I think this is not as hard as Ninja Gaiden. Playing it is with very hard. two people makes it Jesus. way more difficult. Oh, of course. I don't know why would you ever do that. This <laughs> game, also especially if you consider uh, uh, the Delicious Last Chorus and Mass- and Miss Chalice being a part of it. I'm sad uh-huh. I never played DLC. Oh, oh it's so good. good. So yeah. good. The fucking chess level. I like yeah. the, the platforming levels almost more than the bosses. You're insane. Uh, I liked them more than a lot of people, but yeah, the, give me just all the boss battles in that game. BD... Beating uh, King Dice and then the Devil, like mm-hmm. that two boss run. What a fuck! Holy God. shit, man! I felt like such a badass. But the care that went into making that game—it's literally perfect in every way. Like the, from the art that they made, they made this old time game, and then they made this like perfect, challenging. Like nothing about that game is bad game design. It's just you're just not good enough at it yet. And yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, that game is, like, there's a reason it took 12 years to come out. Like, it's, it's immaculate. Incredible. And one of the that best styles. song is so good. <laughs> one of the best styles ever created in video games. Yes. Like, I, hi, we're just going to show you a 1940s cartoon that you could play. Yeah, and it's hard as fuck. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, God dang, I love that game. I love it so much. I wish the show didn't suck. It isn't great. <laughs> it is not great. It's top 10 time. Top 10. Josh, what is your number 10 video game of all time? Let's my, start seeing if I was right. My most played video game of all time, and I'm shocked you didn't say it, well over 2,000 hours into this game, it's Diablo 2. Oh, yeah. I don't think about it, but yeah. I put another 50 or 60 hours into it last year when they re-released it. There's just, it triggers the right corners of my brain repeatedly. Um, Porn. Pretty much, it's video game porn to me, 100%. Yeah. Like, it is just go out into the randomly generated, procedurally generated map, fight your way to the same bosses that you've killed a million times, but hopefully that point zero 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 one percent chance they're going to drop that item you need, and it's going to be the last piece of your set, 
or it's going to be the unique item that everyone's searching for. It's perfect for your build or it's something you can trade and like the community of it and getting three of your friends and just fucking demolishing in that game. It is the perfect video game loop. And I could and did play it for an entire summer and then like three more summers following that. And then again last year, it's consumed my life on four different occasions. Like, I love that game so much. Yeah, I didn't have that one. But you say it, and I'm like, of course, yeah. God. Chuck, what is in your top ten? You you guys would never get this. I I have no idea what your top ten is. Ever, ever, A Plague's Tale Innocence. (laughs) No, I didn't even put Plague's Tale in here. Um, It's a video game. It's an RPG. It's called Buck Rogers. Oh, yeah. I know Buck Rogers. I wouldn't have ever guessed this. I played this game relentlessly it had a uh, dice roll character creator at the very beginning uh you could uh load out your guys with different uh weapons i had one guy who was always uh nicknamed chewy because he kind of looked like chewbacca i always gave him a needle gun uh and it was badass the best part about this though is that whenever you would go from like planet to planet you would get in these ship battles and it would just be like it would be kind of a heads up to screen of like a ship or whatever, and you would see a ship in the distance, and there was like three or four different ships. But you could take, you could destroy it, you could take out its engines, you could kill its life support, or you could take out its engines, board it, fight the guys that were on there, and then take all their shit, including repairing your ship with their parts. Uh, it, God, it was so much fucking fun. This is King Emulator for me. I played it this year actually. It's so good. I've never played it. I always saw it. Uh, I saw it around often, but I never. Who would have thought Buck, a, a game called Buck Rogers? Like he's only in it for like less than five minutes. <laughs> you like meet him, and he's like, "I gotta go change your laundry." It's fine. He My dry. Wet. You have wet clothing. You could change it real quick while he's talking about his next one. Yeah. My dryer <laughs> at the house works. Right. That's fine. Uh, my number 10. Yes. The Quiet Man. <laughs> I would fucking punch you so <laughs> bad. Uh, it's an experience. It's not a game. You're right. Uh, my number 10, and it may make him change his laundry. Shaka Bra, bro. It's life. Is yeah, strange. I knew it was going to show up. <laughs> I didn't say it because I wanted it to be a surprise. <laughs> you can go change your laundry now. Barf. Uh, what a fucking great story. I love there it is. It this worked. Game. I love it so much. Shaka Bra? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Not just that, it's the DLC that came with it was Before the Storm. Just the whole story of Chloe and, and Max. Max and Rachel Amber. Uh, and I forgot about Rachel Amber. I just care about Chloe and Max. It's so good. The time mechanic is great. Like It's, it's so good. It, I've I, never wept this much in a video game. Like, three when you change it and you're, you know, you're in a wheelchair. And I was just like... Like, my mind was just constantly blown. I have never been so emotionally invested in a character. You know what I want to do is I just want to have a video game where I can go sit out in the quad and just listen to indie fucking rock for, like, ever and watch the people around me. And then go join in on a, like, pretty involved D&D game. Yeah. Uh, It's awesome. It's, um, don't not hit something very special with that and with True Colors. I but couldn't... Then Deck Nine did uh, True Colors. That's right, that's and right. They pa- they pretty much passed on the series um, to them, and that, which is the right choice. It's just, like, that game was really special. 
It didn't I, make my list, but it was really. I never fucking special. saw it coming either, man. Like <laughs> I played it, and I was like, "This was incredible." And then I was like, "I just the first episode was free, and I was, that's the only reason I ever started this." Yeah. And I was like, "That was awesome." Yeah, and then I and remember then buying I, I like, the whole thing, and it was it, like, and then, I, and then I started hearing stuff about. It. I was like, "Oh, you gotta play this," and I was like, "Okay." And then I just marathoned through it, and like mine was just blown. Yeah, and just. Oh, yeah, just sat there, like, in silence for, like, an hour at the end of that game. We still uh, talking about this shit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It got, it's so good. Yeah. All right, number nine. Number nine. Uh, we talked about it before. Uh, what a fucking story. Emotionally dis- devastating. It's The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I love top it. 10. I just didn't know where. I love playing it. I love in- enjoying. I-, I love watching people play it. I love everything that spawned from it. Uh, it is the most special of special video games to it's me. It's awesome, man. Naughty Dog has that sauce. TV and show rules. Boy. It's fucking great. The TV show is so good. I watched somebody react to episode three earlier today, and I cried all over again. Cause you say you'd make a different choice, then you're wrong. And about yeah, no. Like, there's, there's no way. The world right. can get fucked. But he also was still the villain at the same time. I don't care. Like... That's what's so. We'll, we'll talk about it more because that's what's so special about that series. Ah, uh-huh, they are both. I was right. I mean, come on. Three Zeldas and two Last of Us. <laughs> top, top ten. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, number nine. Uh, Bioshock One. No I knew it was there. Yeah, I wasn't surprising. sure if Infinite would make it or that one. <laughs> Maybe. Um, man, this game blew my mind when no, I played it the first no. time. Just going underwater into the city. Uh, oh yeah. No would god. You kindly? No gods only men. Uh would you kindly? It's so good. It kind of twists. The only drawback, the final boss is not that good, but everything else about that game is so good. Big daddies and little sisters, harvesting the little sisters versus setting them free. Rapture is one of the coolest video game worlds that exists. I agree with that. I was at a manager's house when I worked for True Green when I was living in Murfreesboro and I went to his house to watch the Tennessee versus Memphis basketball game when they were ranked number one versus two. And he had, I watched him play like the first three hours of Bioshock. That was my first experience with that before the game came on. I was like, what is this game? I was like, this is cool. Why is there a lighthouse? (laughs) (laughs) Because there's always one. Uh, But yeah, man, I can't. I can't say enough about this game. It's was, just really awesome. I was too harsh on that game when I finally went back and played it because I liked Bioshock Infinite so much, and I still like Infinite more. Um, I think the last boss kind of really soured me more on the game than anything else, but it it is a special fucking video game. It's crazy how good that game is. Judas is going to rule. Judas is going to be great. I can't wait. But yeah, when um, Atlas gets on there and starts making fun of you for, oh, me poor wife and daughter, <laughs> you sucker. You know, it's so awesome. I love it. Oh, man. Uh, my number nine we've already talked about. Uh, it is Batman mm-hmm. Arkham City. That awesome. awesome. Indeed. Uh, number eight. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> um <laughs> I this was like the game that I talked shit about for 20 years. Uh, I thought that the overworld version of it looked ugly. I thought the the polygonal characters were goofy looking. Um, I the didn't big fucking sword. 
I didn't care about any of it. That Buster Sword. Any of it, because it was not a Nintendo fucking property, and therefore I didn't want anything to do with it. And then that remake came out two years ago, and three years ago? Three, at least three ago. It's 2020, I think. Yeah, it was the same year as uh, Last of Us Part Two. It was 2020. Yeah. Uh, man, I am so invested, and my favorite part about it is their commitment to the bit how much they are willing to say, we know this is sacred ground, we know that we're doing things that we fucking shouldn't, but I am. we're going to remix this story, and we're going to make changes, and we're going to make changes by recognizing in a meta way that we're making changes. I still don't know how part two, they've said you don't have to play part one. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I'm here for it. I can't wait for early next year. I legitimately am dying to fucking play it, but the fact that they introduced the fucking whispers into the world that are like trying to force you back on the path of the real story and breaking through at the end of that game and realizing that now where are I don't even know the original story, but I'm excited for the changes. What's that? Oh, it's Ultima in the game? I don't know. He's in 16. I'll get there six years from now. So when good. the movie Final Fantasy 16 is over. So good. Um, and when I'm done playing 174 cutscene hours of Baldur's Gate 3. That combat does not appeal to me. Uh, it's, it's interesting. I like that they did it and committed so hard to the D&D bit. But I agree. Like That game is for... like It makes sense to be out there. I just don't think it's for me. Yeah. Yeah. Final Fantasy 7 remake. What a game. Uh, number 8, Few Trolls. Mass Effect 2. Hey. Yeah, I think we talked about this already, but like, yeah, just the relationships and the combat is so much better than the first one, and the the final run on the uh, the Reapers at the very end, fucking awesome! It was intense. Just, it was great. It's fantastic. I can't say enough about it. My number eight, we have not talked about yet. It is one of the two best games ever made. It is Zelda Breath of the Wild. I don't understand you. You goddamn fraud. I don't understand you. But I, I can't God talk to you right now. <laughs> I can't talk to you right now. Um, I love it, man. It's a top ten game of all time for me. And again, it might be higher on the list if I do this again. Um, I... I played 120 hours initially. I've gone back several times, and I played the DLC. Man, I fucking love that game. And I just... I've never played before that, before Tears of the Kingdom obviously didn't exist. That open world, man, like, it's a keystone thing for me. Like, I was just like, oh, games are different now. Like, game design changed when Breath of the World came out. Yeah. Uh, Elden Ring, I don't think, was probably exactly what it was. Like, they were clearly into it. And I think, I mean, they've even said, like, Breath of the Wild changed what they were doing. Like, started changing the design a little bit. Yeah. Just because Breath of the Wild existed. Breath of the Wild does some of the most special shit in video games to me because that world ties together 30 years of stories that don't tie together. It's the Dark Tower of Zelda. Like, when you walk around that map, you can find titan skeletons of ever, the wind fish of, yep. like, important fucking monsters from old games. There's literally a one-to-one correlation of the springs in that game to Skyward Sword in, on the map. Like, it put a cohesive... 
feeling to the world of Hyrule. And the reason that I was so excited for Tears of the Kingdom to share the exact same map is because I think more games need to do that. I think GTA 6, if it were to take place in uh, Los Santos again, it should be the same fucking map. Things can change. It's been 10 years. There are new buildings, sure. But it should be overall the same map because it's the same world. This is the same world now. And I don't want Zelda to ever have a different map. I want there to be changes on that map. But I want it to have the same topography the entire time because that's how, that's how you create a cohesive world. Until they like revamp the whole series, I think it will be. Yeah. And I'm okay. I'm, and I'm you can do a dark world. You can do more sky stuff, more depth stuff, whatever. Like, there's oh, yeah. plenty of ways to change it. Half you the world flood is flooded it. again, you know? Yep. Exactly. Like, they could do that shit. But it was so special to see that. And then as you start realizing the connections of every game that's in there and like realizing that this does really take place. And they started doing that a little bit with Wind Waker when you went down to the Ocarina. Um, so good. Yeah, under under the fucking ocean. But like this took it to a whole nother level. I Breath of the Wild is something truly special. And it it's only not being talked about as much anymore is because Tears of the Kingdom just took it to a it's whole the same fucking game, like, new level. Forty. And yes, Tears of the Kingdom is the best game ever made. And one day it is. it'll be very high on my favorites <laughs> when I've beaten it. Uh all right. Number seven, Josh. Yeah. It's that bullshit, apparently. It's The Witness. Oh, nailed it! God damn it. It is one of the best designed video games that has ever existed. So good. That game consumed my life. (laughs) I fucking did the blind puzzle that you can't cheat for, that there's nothing you can do. It's incredible that I did it. I have no idea how I did it, and I almost broke my controller in half when I finally fucking beat it because I was so excited. I... That game consumed me in a way that I can't really express. I was seeing, I was, I had the Tetris effect. I was literally seeing environmental puzzles where I had a little dot that I could fucking follow a line on the wall in the real world. I was so deep into that game. You need medication. It, it, it was, it was an old school design methodology to the nth degree. It didn't have a tutorial. It didn't teach you anything through fucking text bubbles that pop up or voiceover that did anything. You entered that world. You saw a panel in the world. You clicked it, and you had to just figure it out. And it was rudimentary at first, and it taught you how to play that game through experience only, the way that you had to do back in the original days of gaming. And, like, you just don't see that shit anymore. The games hold your hand, even like Zelda and everything else. Like, there's a million things to read and figure out how to do this because the game tells you what you need to do. The witness just said, no, here are these puzzles. We're not going to tell you what you need to do, but here's a very easy version and a slightly harder and a slightly harder. And then by the end of the game, here's six of those puzzles all in one. And you need to meet all of these rules at once to understand how to beat this. And it's so fucking cool. And I just love it. There's no story. There's nothing. But the way that that world works, when you finally, that moment seems like a douche. Yo, totally. That moment when you realize that like you can line up, in the world and you don't need a panel in front of you and you find out that there are puzzles in the clouds or in tree roots and shit. And there's one where literally like you get on a, an on rails boat and sail around the entire Island that you on that you're on. And you have to like start the puzzle and let the game sail through the world and follow it perfectly at the right time. When like the cliff in the background meets the cliff in the foreground and like there's a, a divot in the wall in the wall that like follows and you have to hit it at the right time to go through. It's 
it's maybe the best designed video game outside of Tears of the Kingdom I've ever played. It's it I cannot get enough. Me, I get it. It just never clicked. For Boy, me. I it did for me. Uh, number seven. We've talked about it a lot. Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, I yeah. knew. I, I don't know why I didn't say it when we were trying to figure I, out your top ten. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I knew it was top ten. Yeah, all right, girl. Yeah, all right, girl. Yeah, all right. When, when your horse dies, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure to not use shadow effects. I wasn't letting that horse die. First horse I had got absolutely obliterated by a train. I mean, that was... That I was, just hopped off and it started wandering along. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> no! I still had Rusher. Had Rusher. She, she, she took one for me. Um, Man. I went through several horses. <laughs> I had a lot, but Rusher, I was able to keep... It was a famous Josh moment with Red Dead Redemption 1 when I was on horseback trying to hunt. Didn't you shoot in the back of the head? Yeah, I locked onto a rabbit, and it ran in front of my horse's head, and I shot right when he ran in front, and I just fucking Oops. just domed with a rifle right in the back of the head of my horse. You're all right, girl. <laughs> You're all right. Uh, my number seven we have not talked about. Uh, Ooh, girl. And won't for anyone else, but... Uh, it was a special, special game for me. For it still is, uh, but it is for the Sega Genesis Maximum Carnage. Yeah, Maximum Carnage. What a game! Maximum Carnage and the Death of Superman came out around the same time and were very similar games, and they were both awesome. It was I got arrested playing Maximum Carnage. <laughs> All right. I got probation for a year because well, I my... forgot to bring up my fire story. Yeah, I also our dorm caught on fire. Me and Kyle were in the middle of Tiger Woods uh, <laughs> playing a match, and we wouldn't leave. Uh, it wasn't our room that was on fire, and uh, the fire marshal came and was going door to door, and we hid in our closets and paused the game. And then when he left, we got back out, <laughs> and then smoke started coming in the room. We're like, "Oh shit, it's really on fire!" <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um. Man, yeah. Uh, and now Kyle lost his vape. That's true. Synergy. Uh, and is having a baby. It has a child. Not yeah. has a child. I, I saw pictures. Oh, yeah, I saw pregnant She's pictures. Pregnant. Uh, anyways, uh, what is, it's the first time I, that I thought anything Spider-Man was better than X-Men. Uh, and as much as I love the X-Men game on Sega, Maximum Carnage was different. Like, I was like, it's like I'm playing a comic book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a special Genesis controller with the six buttons instead of the three, just because I so I could control it better. Mainly for this. Oh, game. so it is the Street Fighter Two controller. Yeah, and the Mortal Kombat controller. And then I realized that fighting games were way better with that. Um, I just the story is so good. Carnage is one of my favorite villains ever, which is heightened by the fact that the movie is the worst. It's so just, bad. Just the fucking. It's worst. so bad. Um, but he's a Luther protector. Uh, but in that game. <laughs> Playing, uh, switching back and forth between Spider-Man and Venom, and the fact that they played mm-hmm. different, and like they were able to really make you feel that, and this huge rogues gallery that you play against, and then you can call in all, you know, you get all your help of like all the cameo characters, like Cloak and Dagger, and all this other stuff. That game just can you call in Human Torch on that game? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's one of Spider-Man's friends, so oh. like in canon, like that's a big. It was very comic booky, and I just I loved it. It's so hard, too. Nice. Uh, number six. Yeah. This really could just be an entire series, but I wanted to choose one specifically from it, and it's the version of this game that has given me, like, some of my fondest memories in life, uh, and I play it literally daily. 
I nailed it. It's Rock Band 3. Yep. Uh, I play 4 currently, obviously, because that's the most recent version. But um, music games hit me at the perfect time, and Rock Band specifically hit no me fantasia. at the perfect time. Fuck you. Come on, take <laughs> um, I wanted to like that game, and I didn't hate it, but the Kinect was not good enough. Um, Rock Band 3 was like the, I can't believe they released it. Because two had been so long prior, and it seemed like everything was dead, and they added like pro guitar and pro drums and a keyboard, and they like went all out on it. But the reason that it's the version of this game that I choose is because that's when Rock Band Bar Nights were really kicking off because it came back, and I went for two straight years every single Thursday night to the same bar and got up on that stage in a way that I never did before. Like I never had the confidence to go do karaoke or anything. When I was playing rock band, I would be singing. I'd be playing guitar and singing at the same time. I'd get on drums. I would be doing everything. I would jump up on stage when other people were playing and sing with them, fucking, like, arm in arm. Like, it is some of the fondest video game memories I've ever had. And, like, I've wanted to play an instrument for so long. I talked about that before with Guitar Hero 2. It's just, like, my brother is, like, so fucking talented when it comes to playing drums. And I am so not with any instrument I've ever tried to pick up. But I can play some plastic instruments, man. Oh, boy. Yeah, I fucking love it so much. Do you dust rob at plastic instruments? I fucking destroy him. Are you kidding me? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What's your number six? Kick his ass. What a bitch. Uh, We've talked about this a lot, too. Uh, Batman Arkham City. Yeah. No surprises. I love Batman. I love the Joker. Joker is... Yeah, you would never got Buck Rogers. No. Joker is... Just absolutely perfectly written in oh, this yeah. game, and yeah, of course, uh, Mark Hamill does a great job. But underrated in that game is how good the Rachel Gould stuff is. Oh yeah, so uh, Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange was I mean, great. dope. Uh, the the Catwoman Clayface stuff, stuff, the Catwoman stuff. They, uh, that game, all of it. Harley Harley DLC in that is so. Great. Oh, it's fun. it's really fun. That game so perfectly integrated. Almost all of the Rogues Gallery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Calendar Man. Hush. Vaz. Oh, hush. Yep. Two Face. Deadshot. Yep. Two Face. Honestly, it's the first time I liked Batman. Like, Detective really Mode was so cool. Batman. Like, it turned, it, it became a trope of video games for the longest time because the, the Detective Mode was so effective. Um, that like everything needed like an eagle vision or a detective vision. Or... Yeah, but then those dudes came in with those uh, radio backpacks and fucked it up. Yeah, yeah. man. You got to take those guys first. out. Yeah, those go out first. But man, <laughs> hanging off that gargoyle and then just like oh, hanging them upside down is so cool. It's satisfying. It's Batman oh, yeah. as fuck is what it is. Batman Simulator. Love that game, man. I fucking love that game. Arkham Knight was good, but there's nothing like Arkham it's City. It's overhated now, but yeah, it's not. Yeah. yeah. Those, those tank levels were not good. Yeah. No. Same thing with Origins. <laughs> yes. I can't. I thought that Arkham Knight was going to actually be a Gotham real new Knight's character. properly hated. I never played it. Mostly I keep getting because random, you, this one random guy sucks. on TikTok who plays Gotham Knights and like streams it live on TikTok all the time, and he always names his stream Game of the Year, and it makes me so mad every time. <laughs> It's. Uh, I wanted to be like, no, y'all are hating on this. Too. No, it's. It's sucks, real dude. bad. It's. Oh. Uh, you like Arkham Combat? We changed it for no reason, uh, and it's way worse. Uh, number six, we have not talked about, uh, and it is was my entry into action games, and I just fell in love. It is Devil May Cry. Yeah, it is. Um, I've never heard of it. 
I remember uh, I remember hearing stories of how this game played uh, from friends. It was, it was like you can got a giant sword. You can knock them 30 feet in the air. Then you get these two guns. You can bullets. spin in the air and shoot them 100 times before they hit the ground. And then it gives you a grade. And I was and like, he's so fucking yeah. cool. Uh, I'd, I'd never heard of it. I just <laughs> I rented it. And I was like, what? <laughs> uh, and then I immediately bought it and because I've beaten this game like 50 times. I love it. He's one of my favorite characters in video games in Dante. Dante? Uh, yes. Um, and, um, it led to one of my favorite franchises. Like I've loved every, even two, I, I've beaten two multiple times and boy, howdy do people hate Devil May Cry 2. Um, but one just, it started a whole genre for me. Like, I was like, oh, I'm kind of good at this and I really love it. Hence why I scream at you all the time to play Final Fantasy 16. It's a badass action game from the guy that did the action of the Devil May Cry series. Uh, but, oh, man, it's so good. The marionette, like, demons in that are one of my favorite, like, design villains of all time. And then, yeah, just you got to get that, that triple S rank, man. Yeah. Wait a minute. Do you have uh, Silent Hill? Like, Silent- in my top ten? Yeah. No, it's not in my top 100. Oh, man. Silent Hill 2? Yeah. It was a heck of an experience. Probably should be in the top 100, but no. I don't. Oh, man, you fraud. Crazy. I was terrified playing that, but I, I used to not be as scared playing games. I did enjoy it. But what a fraud. 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 What do you have something to do? We'll find out. Number five. Top five time. Yeah. This was my number one game for two decades. Uh, and I never. I know it. I, I beat it without ever owning the console until way, way later. Uh, for the third time on my list, it's The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Yeah. Um, when I met you, this was your favorite game. It's so good. I have the music in my head right now, and it makes me so happy. Layton uh, is currently playing it on the little mini SNES I bought her. She nice. finally like started playing Zelda because she watches me play Tears of the Kingdom sometimes on my Switch. Yeah. And she's like, hey, this is Zelda 2. I'm like, you can play that one. I'm like, you're not allowed to hold my Switch yet. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's loving it's, it. Man, it's just so good. Not good like, at it. It's, no, of course not. <laughs> it, I mean, it's just, it's, it's the perfect 2D Zelda. And, like, 2D Zelda is some of my favorite Zelda. It's just, like, the Dark World... Like the first time, really, that mechanic gets introduced in any Mind way of like having an alternate world that you get go to. It's just a great overworld that you can actually see the map on, unlike uh, Zelda One, which yeah. didn't really have a map. And like, it's just it it took all of the things and made it better from Zelda One. And I like Link's Adventure and Zelda Two, but clearly it's a step back. And this brought it to the forefront of being like, truly, this is. The reason I love video games, this is like the best video game series that has ever existed. And that will almost guaranteed never change. Number five. Um, This is a um, within a probably top three video game franchise of all time for me. Uh, Fallout 3. Nailed it. Yeah, we knew that. Uh, This is the game that I've probably put the most hours into legitimately i've beaten it three different times uh each time i either play a good guy a bad guy or somewhere in between and just kind of see how it rolls out uh i love playing a bad guy in these games though just being just murdering people is like hey help me out okay here you go dead your head exploded because i have the bloody mess perk turned on it's great and then all the DLCs, the Fallout 3 DLCs are probably the best DLCs in the series. 
um, fantastic going into like Canada with the, uh, the the giant robot Liberty Prime, uh, the all the alien all stuff. Liberty Prime, super mutants. Uh, the nuclear explosion, because if you're a bad guy, there's a, a city called Megaton. It's the very first city that you start off in, and there's just a big, unexploded nuke sitting in the middle of that thing. And if you want to be a bad guy, you, there's a guy in this big fucking tower that you turn it on, and you can watch it explode from, like, miles away. That's awesome. And it's badass, and he just has, like, a joygasm watching it explode. It's amazing. Uh, there's vampires in that game. You can be a cannibal if you want to. I mean, it's, there's so many options. It's so fucking cool. Just the layout, the design, third person, the first person. I prefer first person in, in that game, but I know a lot of people that prefer third. Uh, it's just, man, it's so much fun. I love that game so much. Yeah. It's not for everybody, I understand that, but... Uh, I was always a isometric Fallout 1 and 2 fan, and I just could never transition into 3. Never played either of those. They're great. I love them so I much. want to. They're classic RPGs. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's kind of that shadow run kind of style. Dialogue options, isometric. I uh, mean, there's plenty of dialogue options in this, too, yeah, especially oh, depending upon what perks you have and They've, if you're good th- or bad. That series has always committed to the world so much like pit boy is all throughout it and like the like 1950s retro futurism is just it's it's incredible the world that they've created and it's never backed down from that and i love it it's great it's awesome um my number five uh i was really looking forward to it and i never imagined it was going to be as good as it was uh, we talked about its sequel, but I don't think we've talked about this. It's Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah. Um, I just fell in love from the moment it started. Like, just the, it, this cute little thing popped up, and the music kicked in, and then they started tugging on the heartstrings. Yeah, then your then fucking to... surrogate father dies or whatever. And... and then you have perfect platforming with the most beautiful music imagining playing. I was like, oh. Moving like, in that world is just so fun. It's just a constant joygasm for myself playing that game. And, like, the Metroidvania style of it, like, I never... It's the most I really got into that, like, and, like, has now, like, kind of opened up, like, a craving for that. That's why I really, like, way after the fact, started playing Hollow Knight. And I was like, oh, I love this game. Now. Yeah. Um, like I said, I love Will of the Wisps, like, a lot. Uh, it was a little more combat-heavy than one was, and one was more about the platforming and, like, really hard-ass platforming. And it gave me yeah, almost that Tony Hawk feel of, like, just throwing my head. At, I'm going to do this repeti- repeatedly until yeah. I beat it. And like, what a joy, though. Yeah, and, like, it's great. I, it's just hard to describe the feel of, like, peace and serenity I had when I beat that game, man. I, I, God, I love it. Please, please make a third one. It would be great. Even if you're bad people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh, number four. I'm an open book, apparently. Um, is Journey. It's, uh, I saw my stepdad cry because of this game. Like, and but it was, baby. and it was in the most unexpected way it was just because 
somehow I got separated from the random person who joined my game. You never know his name. You never know who they are. They just have this symbol, and you fly around with them, and they are on the journey with you. And then if you don't both go to the next stage at the same time, um, they're just gone forever. And, like, I was playing through that game for, like, the 50th time my parents had visited, and they came over early in the morning when I decided to start playing it again. And they watched me play the entire thing. And during one of the later sections, I was going through with this guy for like four or five levels. And then somehow either he just disconnected or we got separated and he got further back. I waited for like 10 minutes at the end of the map to just see if he showed up. And I looked over and Phil just had like tears going down his eyes. And I was like, God, really? It's I a mean, beautiful it's, game, man. And when you get to that final run up to the, the summit and like, all the little ribbon dragons or whatever birds are flying around with you and you're literally flying with the swelling music from Austin Wintry and just like you finally get to the top and you complete the cycle and the journey and it's just beautiful. It is fucking beautiful. And I wish that game company would make a game like that again. I'm really excited for Sword of the Sea, which is not that game company, but a lot of people from it. It's the Abzu guys. Yeah. Um, I think Abzi was great, but like the no. Journey captured something real special. Journey was fantastic. I'm not a PlayStation guy, in particular, but Sand that was, was really, like, really was cool. Awesome. It was awesome. I agree. Uh, Chuck, your number four. Fallout New Vegas. Hey. Ooh, I didn't get that one. I did not think about two Fallout games. Yeah, man. Who does that? I'm a Fallout guy. <laughs> what can I say? 76 uh, is number one. No, it's not. He's already had uh, talked about that. New Vegas is everything that Fallout 3 was with a Western flair. I didn't even talk about the soundtrack in Fallout 3, which is fantastic. It's got that old-timey feel, but New Vegas has that old-timey feel with, like, you know, the Western. correct? Yeah. Um, A lot of people didn't like it when it came out. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? This is the same game, but... Time has changed that. Yes, it's most people's probably favorite Fallout game now, but... um, yeah, just going into Las Vegas where it, everything is desolate except for that one little area at night. You can because of course there's real time weather changes. Um, it's really really cool being able to go into the casinos and actually gamble your caps uh, on you know roulette or uh, you know slot machines or poker or whatever you want to. You can spend hours doing that. Um, and I did. Uh, there's also one really funny uh, perk that you can get. I think it's called Weird West. So anyway, uh, there are certain things that'll trigger, and you'll hear this kind of thing, and then something really fucking weird will happen. There's one time, and it's really funny because a lot of people give Indiana Jones 4 a lot of shit because of the refrigerator thing. Yeah. Rightfully so. If you we're not doing this, <laughs> no. If you have that perk on, you can find in the middle of the desert a open refrigerator with a skeleton with a fedora on it. It's that's great, pretty that fantastic. Uh, but the uh, the the thing that this game does better than Fallout Three is the factions. There's about six or seven different factions, and you can either war with them which will really fuck you over at the end of this game, or you can kind of befriend them somewhat. Um, 
even to the point where, let's say, for instance, there's like this biker gang kind of thing out in the, like the far west regions or whatever. If you kill one of them where nobody else can see it, you can put their shit on and go up and like do missions for them. They think you're like part of their gang. Um, at the end of this game, though, you're gonna like Starfield. Yeah, <laughs> fucking wait. Uh, at the end of this game, though. There is this battle, and of course, there's this guy named Mr. House who is kind of in control of everything in New Vegas. Um, and uh, it is Dr. House, MD. Um, but uh, you find out he's like this 180 year old man that's like strapped up to all this stuff in a pod, and you can actually pull a plug on him if you want to, or you can work for him. <laughs> Ted but um, I've actually read a good amount of lore for. Fallout because I like the world so much. The games are, of course, you did. Haven't clicked with me yet. But yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, but I, uh, I, I, I really you did this around it. when four came out, didn't you? Didn't I'm sorry? you do? Didn't you do all that right around when four came out? I did because I, well, I started playing four and I liked it. I just, it just never fully clicked with me. I made it into, uh, I made it through Fenway and probably about five hours after Fenway, yeah. and then I just kind of dropped Diamond off. City. Yeah, um, but yeah, the. The best thing about this game, though, is the end battle. And depending on who all you befriended or betrayed, they'll either fight with you or fight against you Whoa. against uh, Kaisar's Legion, which is their. <laughs> there's like it's supposed to be Caesar's Legion, but they pronounce it Kaisar. But there's That's this funny. huge fucking battle. Yeah. It takes like twenty minutes of first person, like you know, gunplay and whatnot. But it's really cool. You'll see like. The, the, the biker gang come out, and, ah! you know, and all these guys are coming at you, and these, like, uh, robot guys, and then there's a specific group of super mutants. It's so fucking cool. I mean, I can go on and on about this, but we've got other things to do, and it's 2 a.m. Hmm. All right, get in there. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, my number four we have talked about, um, it is uh, Red Dead Redemption, the first one. Uh, well, of the Redemptions. Yeah. Uh, it's with a special game and a special time that came around and uh, had played and loved Grand Theft Auto uh, before that, but this was just something different, but like kind of had shared a lot of gameplay mechanics of it. And the story, uh, just the revenge tour that you go on, like I love the ending. I even love the epilogue in that game when you're playing the sun and you go out for revenge. Uh, what's happening? Just about to whip it out. Oh shit! Um, I just adjusted myself. I'm sorry. I just fucking love that game, man. Like the different environments and stuff. Like I hadn't really seen that before, and say it so many times, but it never changes how awesome it was. It's you got to go into Mexico to get those man. special, uh, you know, plants. Mexico, man, that shit's awesome. It's so good, man. All right, top three time. <sighs> um, I know what it is? <laughs> go on. Last of Us 2. Nope. Uh, then it's, oh, that's then number then two. Breath of the Wild. This is the hardest decision I've ever had to make was putting Breath of the Wild at number three. Um, I, I, know, I know it's top three in order now. It is such a good game. I talked Everybody about it already. Uh, fuck. It's great. It's awesome. Finally brought voice acting to Zelda, which is long hey! overdue. Long overdue. Um <laughs> I was in a store on my vacation the other day buying uh, infused salt. Uh, ghost pepper okay. infused salt. It was it's really good. I've, yeah, I had some. I've used uh, it up a long time uh, ago. The store owner uh, was behind the counter, and I was 
I was perusing her wares, and all of a sudden I heard, listen, and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, is that your text tone? She was like, yeah. I was like, Zelda. And she was like, oh, yeah. And we started talking about Zelda for a little bit. It was cool. Nice. Yeah, this game is great. It's, it's perfect. It's, oh, it's, it's amazing. It's so good. I got really invested in the story of this. Some people think the story lacks. I thought the story was dope. Story's great. Story's good. World's good. Game's good. Good game. Turns good. out. <sighs> Number three. Uh, this is probably one you guys would have had. Evan would have got it eventually, but it's not something that you probably think immediately about me. Black and white. Uh, the Outer Wilds. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 that might be on the list I wrote down at home for you. I remember, and I just couldn't think of it tonight. But, yeah, I knew it was high for you. I tried this game out. And it was on, three high, though. Yeah. I tried this game out on Game Pass on the Lark. Uh, and just kind of figuring it out at first. I was like, eh, this is all right. And then I got out into the universe. I'm like, holy shit, this entire universe is one big fucking puzzle. It's in sync. Uh, and uh, later, once you kind of figure everything out, you can go directly to the end without doing any puzzles if you want to. Uh, but the thing that got me was the end of this game was so the music. fucking... Perfect. It was so emotional for me with the the music and everybody throughout the entire universe kind of being there uh, around that campfire. It was just, it was awesome. Like it was so bringing good. tears to my eyes just thinking the about it. The whole universe is synced up through music. Yeah, and then the DLC. So uh, I got to play. It was Echoes awesome. Of Echoes of the Eye. Yeah. Um. It was so awesome and terrifying. You would have had a struggle because, oh, yeah. yeah, at one point you're like, because there's this weird dynamic where you're going into the pet. You get to this really cool, like, uh, satellite thing that is perfectly round. So, like, you're at, you know, this river, and you can look up and see part of the river above you, and you can see, like, a certain time every single time, just like in the rest of the Outer Wilds, the dam breaks and then the water floods and it changes the puzzles nice. all over the map. Nice. But if you go back in time, it's perfectly pristine. There's nothing wrong with it. But you see there's these huge aliens, these owl deer things. They're like 10, oh, 12 feet tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you can go up to them. If they catch you, because you got a lantern, if they catch you, they'll run up to you and grab you and scream at your face and they go, like to blow out your lantern yeah. and then you wake up back in the real world. So to do that game the way you're supposed to is to turn off the light and turn it back on to see things, but they don't catch you. But if you turn it on when they're right there, it is fucking terrifying. Yeah, I can't play that. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds, that, sounds, that sounds like White Knight. It's scary, man. But man, the end of that game also incredible. That game is so well thought out. It's, it's awesome. It's man. awesome. It's I, so I was always surprised that Josh couldn't get into that just because of the living puzzle that it was. But yeah, yeah. to each their own. I couldn't get into the witness, so yeah. either way. Uh, my number three has been talked about. Um, it made all three of our lists, though. Um, it is Grand Theft Auto V. Uh, yep. The story mode, the city, I played so much. But amplified so much by how much I play Grand Theft Auto online by myself. Heist, bitch. 
uh, us just getting like when we had like nine people on and we were doing races, races at that yeah. monster truck pileup up that mountain. I still have that clipped. It's, uh, yeah, I do too. It's, it's fucking, fucking awesome. Fucking hilarious. Uh, Waylon Jennings playing in the background. Me and you neck and neck on the motorcycle race down the mountain when you're going underneath the bridges and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, what I. That shit is so much fun. I and need to go you, back and watch those. Those are great. And then you factor in the heist, which is the best multiplayer experience I've ever had. Like, it's just, it's perfect. It's yeah. so good, man. And we've said enough other stuff about it, but God dang, what a game. Unless you're trying to figure out how to fly a fucking jet and you're hearing Highway to the Danger Joe and you're just plummeting. I can't get off the ground. Endlessly into the ocean. Or and you guys are having such a great the time. time of our lives. And, uh, and then we finally get through to the end of the mission and with like seconds to spare. And Tori and Trey just kamikaze into one each, into each Gotta other. Gotta start it over. And we start the whole thing over again. And I still couldn't fly goddamn jets. And it was my favorite moment. <laughs> I might have thrown up that night because I started laughing so hard. I was so frustrated, man. Oh, I could not figure it out. So good. All right, top two. Yeah. Josh, your number two game of all time that I already know what it is. Of course. I mean, <laughs> I'm. I, it was number three for most of the last two weeks. It's been creeping up in your all-time list uh, for a while now. Yeah, The Last of Us Part Two is something that I never could have expected exceeded my expectations, up, but haters. it did. Um, it's fucking... Amazing. And the story it, is awesome. It's the thing that makes that series so special and Naughty Dog so special. Is like, I can't believe you don't know all this stuff already. I don't. I haven't beat it yet. That is unreal. Don't tell game. me. What? How much? Yeah. You've played it, though? Yeah. I mean, I've gotten to, like, the big part okay. with her watching Joel and all that. I've okay. seen that. I mean, that's the biggest part. Pretty early. Um, yes, it that is. It is very early. The, the Stuff fact, happens. Yeah. But the fact that they can not change anything about Joel at all, but find a way to tell a story compelling enough to make me say, I get it. it I, I, I understand why he is both hero and villain. But it also, yeah, and the game has stakes. Like, I believe that anyone can die now. Yes. I am so ready for a third one. But at the same time, like, I, <laughs> I just, like, I could live in a world where this is the only video game that I could play. When you enter the city on your horse and you hit that tripwire. Shimmer. Spoilers. Shimmer. I, that scared the fuck out of me. And it made watching the show that much worse because they made Jackson actually Jackson in the show. And you meet Shimmer. And I cried. So that game... The gameplay is just better. It is. It's so much better. And it... It's the most beautiful game I've ever looked at. It's also one of the most accessible games ever made. Yes. And one of the accessibility features actually made the game more enjoyable for me by a long shot. And it's the, uh, like, sonar ping you can do. Yes. uh, That'll show, like, collectibles Collectibles and and stuff in the world. It helped me... To not be as scared. Yes. Like, honestly, like, I could be like, okay. Yeah, I, I think I told you about that when I was going through my second like, time, and I was like, I really need, I want to find every collectible. I want to get the platinum in this game so, so bad. Like, I don't want to be jump scared and, like. Who man. It's, and you still get that. When but you, it's just not all the time. Like, it made me play a genre I don't really care for anymore, anymore and enjoy it so much When more. you're in the second half of that game and you're. Fucking brutal, though. Man. Yes. And when you're in the skyscraper part, it's 
terrifying. Every single room I do not want to go in, even having played it through already once, um, getting to it at, again and, Locked like, that level, knowing man. that I've got to go through, Locked like, the level. floors that are no longer floors. There's a giant hole. And, like, knowing that there's probably – there's going to be a bloater somewhere. There's going to be a bunch of stalkers. Like, there's going to be uh, – like full of stalkers in that game. It's – it's uh. – the run up to the like pivotal halfway point and like it's just the way that story is told and the balance of gameplay to story is just something that like you could show this to somebody who doesn't understand video games and they'll at least be like that's incredible one it looks like fucking real life but two like there are emotions that are being pulled out of me that i don't understand um, how it's possible from a child's toy video game thing. And, like, it's just, it's, man, it might be my number one if I'm being honest, but I can't. Like, it's so hard for me to say. But there, there's gay characters and trans characters, and one woman has muscles, and, and people were upset There's not it. even trans characters. Oh, no, there was yeah, trans there characters. Um, man, yeah, how dare, how dare a woman have muscles who lives, by the way, in an NFL stadium? Lives in an NFL, sleeps across from the NFL gym. How dare she have muscles because there's not enough food, even though they the literally control the entire city. And she's two burritos in one scene. Sorry. I really hate fucking haters of this game. I like that. Misogynist assholes. As the opposite of that, though, the music in this game is fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. Gustavo. Like when uh, um, Joel plays uh, that Pearl Jam song to Elias, so fucking great. Future Days. Yeah. Uh, yet another take on me sad moment that makes me fucking so sad, but at the same time happy. That was rough. Yeah. It was it's just, optional, too. Yeah. Uh, the fact that there's a fully functional guitar you can just play in that game. Yeah. Like I've seen people play Metallica crazy, on that fucking thing on a controller. On it's crazy. That's amazing. Uh, oh, man. <clears throat> Chuck number two, Bioshock Infinite. There it is. I thought of. I thought we'd get another Bioshock. Yep. Two in the top ten makes sense. Infinite is so good. It's real good, man. The story in that game is is awesome, but the the. Elizabeth. Yeah, Elizabeth having a you know a uh, companion like being super helpful and you don't have to like worry about her health bar or anything like that was incredible. But her like Booker and then just like throwing you like a health pack or whatever. Thanks for the bullets, babe. A <laughs> uh, songbird. songbird. Yeah. Uh, Barbershop quartet beach boys. Yeah. Oh, I may so, not always love so you. good. And then like the rail system with the sky hook and all that getting into firefights on the sky hook. Uh, the motorized patriots, the, whatever the plasmids are called. Early uh, racism. yeah. Early oh racism. God, it's bad. Like throw I remember big, showing that throw, to Trey, and he was like, "Throw a at a guy at the beginning of the game yeah. or not? Are you going to be a racist?" And now people are like, now people try to claim it's so stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's so stupid. That game is fucking brilliant. It's whatever. Awesome. There is always the, sto- the story at the end of that game, and I know you you said you saw it coming. It, I guessed it, and I. Trey I was I watched him guess and I was mad. Trey and Josh were sitting there and I was like, I think maybe I'm Comstock. And I looked over and Trey was going like <laughs> that. And Josh was just going. It was, I was I was like, well, that's confirmed. It was man, it was so good to me. And then them singing that gospel song as they like oh. dip you in is 
It's really, really, really good. Video yeah, games are fucking cool. Man. God, I need Judas. Judas is gonna be awesome. Give it to me, in, like, please. Twenty twenty seven. But yeah, that game, that game, story wise and fun wise to me is like, it's really some fun. of the reasons I play games. It's really fucking fun. Ken Levine's still making that Vita game. Don't worry. Ken Levita. Uh, Loca. <laughs> yeah. My number two game, and it turns out I like Rockstar, uh, is Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I wanted you to throw Bully out there so bad. No. Or uh, State of Table Emergency. <laughs> State of Emergency. Good Lord, man. That is not a good game. Manhunt. <laughs> I love Ooh, I like, Manhunt. I like Manhunt. I love Manhunt. Um, Vice City... So three was like a Keystone game. Again, I saw that game. I was like, "You can do what?" Yeah. And but I never, I didn't own it until much later. But I bought Vice City came out, and boy, the the marketing campaign for that, Flock of Seagulls, and I just badass. I was like, "This game is going to be the most epic game of all time." And then delivered. I was like, so into that. You played Scarface first off with Tommy Versetti. I was, you played Scarface with the guy from uh, from Goodfellas. I was like, in, just fucking in. And again, I've gone through the. I I didn't have money for a long time, so this like core set of PS2 games, I played relentlessly, and they were all like it was Madden 04, it was Devil May Cry, uh, it was Tiger Woods 2004, God of War, and then predominantly it was this and i played it over and over and i lived in that world and i it has the best licensed soundtrack of all time and if you like 80s hair metal you put it to a motion 98.3 you listen to laszlo and you just kick back to some awesome fucking power ballads while you <laughs> murder fools and it was the fucking best you go in the stadium and you do all the fucking uh obstacle course on your on your uh well, depending on what time of day you go in, you can do the obstacle course on the motorcycle. You can go in and do just literally demolition derby. Uh, you, can just, you can race in there. It's so much. Everything about that game is so much fun. I still know how to get around that map. Yeah. Uh, God dang, I love that. You could uh, control the RC helicopter. We had to distribute porn flyers. It was, <laughs> God, I love Grand Theft Auto. I know a lot of people would say San Andreas took that form and then expanded upon it, but I couldn't afford the game, and I didn't play it too much later. And also, I didn't like having to eat, sleep, and work out. Yeah, that little sim factor was a little weird. Too much, too much. But uh, this game was so perfect to me, and I played it for so, and it just held a special place in my. It always will. Like, yes, Grand Theft Auto Five is a better game, no doubt. Grand Theft Auto Six will be a better game, and it's why twenty twenty four is going to be a hell of a year for me because. That yeah. game's coming out next year, and I can't fucking wait. But I know you're number one. I don't know yours. Really hard. I do. Uh, it'll be really hard to ever like replace this as a Grand Theft Auto game in my heart, like for my favorite one. Yeah. Huh. I don't know yours. Number one time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's fucking Tears of the Kingdom. Without w- without question, it does everything. It does everything. Breath of the Wild does on a million. Like, it is a better story, it is a better world, it is crazy that the mechanics are what they are and that they work. I can build, literally, people are building literal mechs and dive-bombing. Those people play different games than Yes, me. Like, people have like, made TIE I, fighters in this game. I people have made, the, like, like the operating... vehicle. <laughs> I have seen an operating Batmobile 
that turns into the bat pod when you run out of battery. Like, <laughs> it is attached from the battery. When the battery ends, it literally breaks apart, and you then have a motorcycle that fucking drives out from underneath. And it all just fucking works. And I guarantee, if you really wanted to, you can make a Batmobile that when you fucking stop and turn it off, the top opens and the spring shoots you out in the air so you can paraglide just like you're fucking... You 100% make that. Guaranteed. It just fucking works. And then on top of everything else, like, the story of getting the Master Sword, the, like, cool, crazy time travel bullshit to it all, everything is cool. And then... Oh, yeah, we took this giant map, and we just said, here's another version of it right below, and it is as big. It was already one of the biggest maps ever created, but now it's as big. And when you first get down there, you're like, okay, but it's empty, so is it really the same map? But it's not. It's not empty. It's not empty. And there's a lot more exploring that you need to do. And, like, I got frustrated a lot of times because I would, you know, build my little uh, fan motorcycle that I could fly around the world in, and see everywhere, and I would go knowing where there was a light route to go because the shrine above is exactly the mirror below. together is such a pivotal piece of information. And I think I'm going, and all of a sudden I'm like, well, there's a wall here, so i got to go around it, I guess. It's got to be a pillar that I can go around. Oh, wait, it's taking me in the complete opposite direction now. I don't know how to get where I need to go now. Turns out I've got to go up again to the main world and find a different chasm hole to dive down to then find. And like, there are so many little parts of the depths that are like that. And all the Yiga clan stuff is down there. And all of like the ancient Zonai technology is down there. And like, it's just fucking cool. It's just, that game is just cool. And I, I want to live in a world where I can play that game for a thousand hours. It's awesome. I can't now, but I would like to. I've tried. I'm a tenth of the way there, and I still have a lot of the game to go, evidently. I made sure I found the Ocarina of Time uh, outfit, the Twilight Princess outfit, the fucking original Zelda outfit, and I upgraded all of them because, fuck you, I'm never updating my game. I will dupe to the end of my days. I have as many diamonds as I need. I have, like, 100,000 rupees. I can do whatever the fuck I want, and if I want to upgrade something, I'll find one of those items and get 99 of them very, very quickly. There's I will a, exploit the fuck out of that game. Do that they patched immediately, but if you just never update the game, my kids want to play it. Mario Kart and it automatically updated in the background. And I click back and scream, "No!" <laughs> yeah, turn off the automatic updates and make sure that you. Uh, I should have. I should have just disconnected from the internet. Yeah, honestly, I probably should do that too because it's. It's been a couple weeks I've played. It might be updated now. I'm oh, gonna cry. Man, it's devastating. I'm gonna cry. It's a different game. Yeah. <laughs> What is this heavy defined shit? I'm so scared now. I'm scared <laughs> and alone. Uh, Chuck, say you're number one. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Oh, of Halo Combat Evolved, the very first Halo. So um, this has a lot of meaning for me on, on several levels. The first one being that this was the first game that I played with my son. Uh, me and Trey played this relentlessly on every single level that you can possibly think of all the way up through Legendary, and he was only like eight. Yeah. Um, and that like kind of changed our relationship a little bit. That's yeah, yeah. when he started getting into video games. He started wanting to read Halo books, and you know anything Halo, he just gobbled up, and we talked about it. All the time, he started getting Halo Legos, and we watched the the Halo animated 
stuff. Like, it was all Halo all the time. It was really, really cool. Uh, also, land parties. Yes, man. Yeah, land parties. Uh, I can't tell you the amount of times that me and my friends would get four TVs, four Xboxes, four Halos, 16 controllers, and play until 7 in the morning. Yep. Uh, and it changed the way that I... Th- felt about games and online games and land parties and all that kind of stuff. It was so great. The soundtrack was just that particular song that I just sang makes me want to shoot things more than <laughs> any other like thing that I can even think about. You finish the fight. You finish the fight. You sm- you shoot that elite with a shotgun and immediately smack him in the face with the butt of your gun. Man, that's what, what a, you do. What a good game. Halo 2 was the first thing I got to play LAN parties on. Uh, it was in college. I would go, there was another dorm that like the entire floor would, were just, it was one giant just LAN party going on. Like it was, I think it was, we maxed out at 16. Uh-huh. Really, and this, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this, this pod right here was 16. Then this pod over here. And oh, that's awesome. Yelled, it was awesome. That's Halo awesome. was a way of life for the longest fucking time. It's the reason Xbox made it as a Yeah, platform. it consumed my being like Halo One specifically fucking consumed me in a way. Like I'm sitting here watching the Warthog jump video from 20 years ago on YouTube of being able to manipulate the physics of fucking drive God, I with drive the shit out of a Warthog. Oh, it's so satisfying to smack a grunt or an elite with that fishtail. Drive a uh, a marine out with you. Make sure you have him on there. Get out so he follows you. Shoot him in the head. He drops four grenades and fucking park a warthog on top. Throw a grenade and they fucking explode and send that thing flying. Oh, it's awesome! It's so fun. I did that shit for hours on end. I was obsessed with red versus blue. Um, yep. Like every single thing about Halo One was just per- blood gulch. I played hours upon hours. We did like so many. We had this weird game of tag that we would play with our group of four. That like one level that had the teleporters on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, the game was literally called Joshed that we we created. Um, I don't remember how it's played, but I remember I was not good at it. Um, <laughs> A it was, game named after you, you weren't very good at, right? Okay, my friends are assholes. Always turns out. Um, it's Halo was Halo is fun. Halo is. It, it's great. also one of the first games that I can ever remember. Picking up an enemy's weapon after you kill him. Like, normally yeah. new weapons would be, like, sitting, especially on a first... On like, the spinning pedestal. Yeah, it would be, like, spinning around. It's like, and oh, shit, I got a shotgun. But now you pick up a goddamn needler, and, and it, like... you only carry two. It's so and insane. The recharge of your shields was a thing. Like, no... Le- no... Yeah. No health packs needed. Uh-huh. Blood. The flood was a yeah, game changer. A great changer. story being told. Too. Yeah, that like, story was yeah. dope. It's great. Halo is fantastic. It created, it created a universe. It created a, a system. We wouldn't have Xboxes right now if it wasn't for that. That not. thing would have brute force wasn't yeah. going <laughs> to. It should have. Um, I know that like you guys are. This room in particular is more positive toward it than most, but like it is a bummer where the franchise is currently. If it was great. Can't, it was never. They never fully. Re- they wanted it to be Breath of the Wild Halo, and it, 
they just didn't have the sauce for them. That I mean, there's a reason it has a very high critic score. At release, it was it's an awesome game. It's a bad live service game. Although evidently the new update it like finally made it what it should be. Yeah, I don't have, think that they will keep it the concurrent. Going. The concurrent players aren't aren't there, but the the single player campaign is up there with the top level Halo campaigns. Story is dope. Gameplay is awesome. Being able to spawn a vehicle and do whatever you want like that was great. And just kind of the the only problem with that is the world is kind of empty. Uh, like you could tell, you could see where they wanted to do more and like yeah. fill in the world and make it more living and like change. There's only it's but really one biome. The like, TV show as well, like yeah. That, I mean, we both like it more than most. It's the end cool. is it's not great. The, the beginning show, of yeah, the beginning of that show is hit and miss. The end of that, that show girl, was awesome. The side story of that girl is the most. It's playable. terrible. I was like, who it's decided terrible. this? Yeah, that's not good. Uh, yeah, they should kill her, like, immediately. Um, I need more Master Cheeks in my life. Yeah, baby. But Halo Combat Evolved is my favorite game of all time for several reasons. Yeah. yeah. So I got, like, seven out of your ten. I got yeah. nine out of your ten. Yeah, well, you know. Should have known Diablo. That's on should me. have. That's on that didn't get Buck Rogers. I, did not, I never would have got <laughs> Buck Rogers. And I forgot about New Vegas. Right. I feel like there's one other I didn't get. Out of Wilds. Out of Wilds. No, I think I had that, actually. Tell, I didn't say tonight, though. Tell us the thing that we already know. My number one game will probably always be Ocarina of Time. It's a fantastic game. It's it, it's the most game-changing thing for me. Literally, like, it changed gaming for me. And I've it's not the most hours I've played. It's the most longest I've ever taken to beat a game, for sure. And it's just because I just kept playing and kept playing and kept playing. And I was like, there's... And I made secrets. Like, I... I, I Genuinely found like secrets in that game that like now I just look online and find and stuff and like figure. Oh out yeah, finding those things organically is so good, amazing. And, or figuring out like hearing that fucking Skulltella skirting yeah. around yeah. Oh, somewhere. Oh, I, if I play the song of storms here, a hole opens up <laughs> beside the castle as a kid, and you fall down. There's a Skulltella down there. But hey, if I throw, if I've already gotten my boomerang and I throw it at him, what if I do a backflip back into the beam to shoot back up before he gets there? Oh, I still got him. Hey, I went back down. He's still there. Holy shit, I can just start replicating Skulltolas and all this. And uh, it's amazing. And, I, and like just learning, like, finding the great fairies and their pointy boobs and finding out, oh, I can get... Uh, I can. They're get, more rounded now, but they're still great. Yeah, they are. Uh, they're oh. horny as fuck. They are. They fuck Link in this game, in, <laughs> yeah, in Tears it, of the Kingdom. It goes black screen, and I'm like, we fucked. If you go to Max on that armor to upgrade, he uh-huh. comes out, and he's, like, fucking panting yeah, and, like, like, on oh, the God. ground. I've been, I've been assaulted. Uh, it's Damn. so good, man. But capturing, like, it re- glass bottles might be the single most important item in that game to hold a fairy or As- a Poe or... God dang, Aside man. from clay jars. Yeah. Get! That game... Just, it's just it's just fucking perfection, man. Yeah, man, it's also one reason why I was so high on it takes two when you go into that room and it's the it's the jar room. Uh from, Oh yeah. From, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I With all the yeah. rupees in there and stuff. Yeah, I was that was so cool. excited to get you in that room. That was a fucking that was a uh, nice <laughs> little uh all the little mini games nice in Hyrule that you could play. Mm-hmm. Like man, yeah, yeah this that was fucking cool, man. It's I like so Zelda good, so much. Man. It's so. Good. I really hope the movie has more substance to it than the Mario. One. I love the Mario movie, but I hope that it has more substance. 
in like a better story. I'm okay with it. Shit. Oh, I'm fine with it being animated. Mario was fucking dope. Uh, Mario was great. It's just story wise, like it was very. It was great, but it was, it was just very point I mean, A to I point could have B. It, like, yeah, as the plot. Uh, like, Who cares? I, as long as it's fun. I, I know, but I, I want so, I want Zelda I to get like, like that now. treatment. Like I want Zelda to be like, oh no, this is actually an epic story being told. It can still be a ninety minute you, animated. movie. You need something to buffer that though. I don't think the movie. The movie there. that's going to follow the Mario movie is people are going to hate on it. Dude, I don't think so. It's Donkey. I do. I mean, they've already announced that they're making the Zelda one, so okay. I'm very here for Just it. Just be oh, prepared. Be next, you don't think? No. I think we get Mario two. Yeah, I think you'll get Mario two and a different Yoshi story for that. Uh, you'll get a, like a Toad Treasure Tracker movie or something. Ain't nobody wants Luigi's that Mansion. It's Nintendo. Luigi's Mansion should be what it is. Yeah, that's what a lot of people want, which means you would not get that. Unfortunately, years. Luigi's Mansion is going to go straight to Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! There's a lot of video games we talked about. Games are cool. Yeah. Anything? Not to like extend it any further, but anything that but you're I'm surprised didn't show up on the list? Uh, no. I, I thought Play so. still had a chance. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I was surprised. I kind of forgot about it. I was surprised. Um, Valiant Hearts. Yeah, I thought Valiant Valiant Hearts had a chance. Child of Light. I mean, me. it was on my list. It just wasn't. Uh, uh, I thought it'd be higher. It was fifty-two. Yeah, I thought it'd be like top thirty for you. Yeah. Uh, Child of Light. Yeah. I was weirdly thinking of that game. Earlier. I like that game, man. You do like. I like that, that game. game a lot. Love that man. <laughs> Love that man. Uh, yes, yeah, Scott Sterling. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, but in with the face of an angel. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know if there's any games that I was really expecting. I don't. We went pretty fucking deep. Yeah, we named a lot of fucking games, man. Yeah. Um, there wasn't. I. I. There wasn't. I don't know if there was any that I didn't think of, like going in. No King's Quest on mine. I mean, yeah, that was, it was definitely one, one, one that like I 101 forgot. for me. The only one I forgot later that wouldn't have made my top fifty, but I would have put in the like. The honorable mention, like fifty-one through hundred somewhere, was X Men Legends. Uh, that's the only one. Like I mean, I was like, oh, that Firewatch I forgot about, and there were no Far Cries on my list. Yeah, that yeah, was surprising when you said to no me. Far actually, Cry, that surprised me. I um, was, I knew I was the highest of us on five, but I figured a th- I love five. three would have. I figured a three would have been yeah. on there for you. Surprised none of the new Assassin's Creed games like snuck on there. Especially yeah. yours. Well, you had you had Black Flag. Black Flag you? was like fifty two, yeah, okay. or fifty three. Um, I thought Origins might be Chuck's number one. I thought I thought that a, a little game <sighs> called Solar Jetman actually had a chance to make my top fifty. It was a rare game that was on the NES that was really hard, but really fucking cool. You crash land on a planet and you have to find the missing pieces to your spaceship, but it's like very very difficult because you need to power up your ship that you fly out. To like literally like attach a tow cable to things and bring it back and fly off the planet and like eventually you get to these pieces that are too fucking heavy. It's it's in the rare replay collection. It's real difficult. There's a couple of regular Nintendo games I considered like my top 100. Uh, Yoshi's Cookie and Yoshi's and Yoshi. Like Doctor Mario. Boy, so many NES puzzle games. Silent Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Hell yeah! (laughs) Sonic Spinball. I had Josh, I'm... It was a uh, submarine fighting game. Uh, yeah. Days of Thunder. Nice. 
I'm surprised Josh didn't have Eternal Darkness or Beautiful Joe on Beautiful Joe. Um, Beautiful Joe is awesome. Eternal Darkness, I was only ever able to get roughly three or four hours Mm. in. Um, I am surprised a Silent Hill didn't show up. Yeah, not a lot of horror games on our list. Family Frame was dope back in the day. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like. Echo the Dolphin. I considered it. Yeah, Echo the Dolphin. Uh, Those games aren't great, but they're fun. Uh, Wave Race, I thought I had a shot. Or Wave cruising. Race. Beetle Adventure Racing genuinely probably should be in my top 50. I'm not going to lie. Kid Icarus. No. Alex Kidd? You don't remember Kid Icarus? Oh, I remember Kid, Kid Icarus. It was awesome. Um, Alex Kidd, for sure, was one of those games that I just played on the fucking Genesis nonstop. Um, Genesis. I would have played uh, Kid Chameleon. Kid Chameleon. I remember Kid that. Chameleon. Was yep. fucking awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Played the Cap Attack with Chuck D. Head? No. He was a mummy that used his head as a weapon. He would throw it. It's awesome. Uh, Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Yep. The original Gauntlet and the Gauntlet like Legacy, the 3D one that was the oh, arcade yeah. port. Do you guys remember Outrun, that racer? Mm-hmm. Minecraft uh, Dungeons ruled. Yeah. yeah. Minecraft Dungeons was great. Uh... What was the test drive PS2 racing game? Yeah. You could play Pong during the loading screen. It had a story mode to it. It uh, I really enjoyed that game. Geometry War, speaking of loading screen games. Yeah. The original Donkey Kong. Super Meat Boy. Yeah. Yes and no. Did you put a Metroid on your list? No Metroid. Metroid's never been my thing. That's Rob's thing. Totally a Rob thing. The only Metroid game I ever... I know. The only Metroid game I've ever beaten is Metroid Prime 3. The first the Metroid was awesome. It's great. I, People lost their shit when they found out it was a girl. Goddamn women in my video games. I, I'm so. We're not even talking about this. It for some reason made me think. I'm surprised none. This didn't make an appearance at all. Uh, the franchise was Star Fox. Yeah, I thought about 64. Star Fox 64 would be the one um, because Star Fox Adventures is in great travesty. Star Fox 64 you literally let you play Independence Day. There is a multiplayer map in that game that is four-player co-op flying Arwens around with a bunch of little ships coming out of a big mothership that you have to destroy the center engine on. It's literally just Independence Day, and it's the fucking best. I thought Shadows of the Empire had a shot at being on somebody's Uh, list. I actually thought Jedi Survivor had a genuine chance, even though it was only this year. Um, And StarCraft, the original StarCraft, 100%. World of Warcraft. Um, yeah, I put like if any if any a game rivaled how much time I put into Diablo two, it's World of Warcraft. Me and Dustin played that game nonstop, and had he had the at that point only released nine seasons of South Park on DVD, and we literally just watched all nine seasons in the background while we played in one session almost. Season eight is a gym. It's fucking great. There's like. Five games coming out this year that could end up. <laughs> it's crazy. There's a lot more games coming. Yeah. This has been really fun. It's been the best. We've got our TV awards coming up soon, but sometime after we've got, uh, we're going to be talking, catching up on movies we've been watching. We're going to be doing a new food podcast. And sometime in the next year, you watch out. We're going to be doing our top 50 movies and our top 50 TV shows of all time. Not, Not in the same Josh. year. Uh, we might. Then what do we do? 
That's that's when the world ends, Chuck. Uh, all right, folks. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back with a lot more content. Thanks, guys. for listening to free for all your source for all things geek we just wrapped up another episode but we're not done stay tuned for more episodes when we make our return next week don't forget to subscribe to the show on itunes and rate and review us too that's the best way for new folks to find our show you can also find us on the google play store stitcher or your favorite podcasting app don't forget that you can now subscribe to our youtube channel to watch the show as we record and you can catch our live streams on the free for all facebook page Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Fuck your face. (laughs) That's what Josh is going to do later. What's he? What?